What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Sport Champs, episode one four, episode fourteen. We got Dave to my right. We got Winston to my left, off cam, and we're here to talk to you guys about sports right here on the Street Champs Network. Let it go. I kind of fucked that up. <laughs> I was gonna say let us, and then I said let. It was yeah, a mess. What up, guys? How you guys doing this week? John, John, good, good. Chilling, Not chilling. bad. Tired after that long flight, but yeah, good. dude. Yeah, you had a you had a long flight. You had a long trip. It was not quite a red eye flight, but I still had to get at the airport. So for those of you who don't know, I just flew back from New York. I was visiting family on some family uh, affairs, but it was really fun up until I had to fly. I hate flying. Why? Um, the constant sitting and waiting, sitting and waiting. A lot of people like. I, it's a preferred method of transportation for the sake of safety and time, mm. but for convenience, like outside of time, it's not. <laughs> you would be the most anxiety-ridden athlete, it, like a professional athlete, if you had a move, because, you know, professional athletes have to fly all the time. There's, You'd you know, be so anxiety-ridden. There's been some athletes that have not flown, like they're like refused to fly, and really? that's like cost them their career, because they like have who? to. Um, there was this guy that used to play for the Rockets. Um, he was a basketball player. He like would not fly. I'm pretty sure John Damn. Madden never flew or flew. I'm really? Sure. If really? I'm not mistaken, John Madden like always like bust wherever the hell he was yeah. going. I mean, that was back in the day. It was a little different. But NBA, you got games every single night. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's a lot you different. Might, you might have a Sacramento game on Monday and a Toronto game on Wednesday. Right. Mm. So you can't really drive like that. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Yeah. But I feel like driving is more risky. It is. I mean, yeah. Statistically, like, it, it statistically, absolutely yeah. yeah. But makes sense. something about being in a tube 30,000 feet in the sky with a bunch of strangers just doesn't <laughs> make it any like safer feeling to me. So <laughs> for you, is it the takeoff? And the landing, or is it, like, just everything? I mean, I'm not, like, visibly shaken when I'm on an airplane. It's just not something I'm enthusiastic about. And then as soon as I get back from going through an airport, my first instinct is, like, I need to take a shower because I'm just covered in, like, travel germs. You know? Travel yeah. germs. Yeah. Yeah. Airports are, like, you. terrible. For... It's disgusting. Yeah. You got everything in there, yeah. There's yeah. so many people from so many places. Mm-hmm. Imagine LaGuardia Airport. It's one of the bigger airports in New York City. Oh, my God. You probably ran through a lot of people then. Oh, yeah. Do you have to take the subway? No. The only no subway sub. you have to take is at DIA when you're going mm. from terminal to yeah. terminal. But other than that, no, not bad. No. But I I was supposed to board at 7.15 East Coast time, so that's 5.15 Mountain Here. time. And I was, like, anticipating a whole mess of security and, of, like, you know what I'm saying, like a long wait. So I got there, like, two hours before my flight, and I got through my security in, like, 20 minutes. So I sat at my gate for over an hour. So, I got to the opportunity to watch the Japanese game, though. The Warriors playing the Wizards. Ah. So, that was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't... That's the pre- We're in the preseason now. Yeah, huh? preseason yep. started today. Officially. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure that was game one, so... Yep. Kuzma got a crazy-ass poster that I saw. Mm. Wait, so you were in New York today, then? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you guys are watching this right here. It was like a four-hour This hour guy flight. was in New York. Yeah. Earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, you're dedicated, bro. Oh, I did, coming in after the flight. Oh, when I booked the flights to go to New York, I had to make sure that the flight back, my opportunity was flying and be here pod-friendly time or be here in the evening. There was Ooh, no in-between. This guy. There was no in-between. The availability just happened to work out that way, so. I see you. Okay. Yeah. I see you. I like it, dude. Well, we're glad you're here. Dedication. Hell yeah. Appreci- yeah, appreciate you to come in, dude. That's a lot of, you know, that's stressful. That's fucking tiring. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could only imagine. Like, it's like 18, no. 
Seven. Or, I'm not good at math at the moment, but it's it's definitely a many thousand miles. <laughs> Dave might be sleeping during the Street Champ show. Yeah, <laughs> he might be taking a nap or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's get into these sports though. Absolutely. Uh, should we start with the NFL? Or should we start? Let's talk about preseason NBA first, should we? Because it's like, since we already kind of started on it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Any sleepers you have, Dave? I know you're a Warriors fan. You think the Warriors repeat this year? Um, I mean, if I'm going to be 100% transparent, I wasn't anticipating last year that the Warriors were going to make a championship run, not because I didn't think they were capable. It's more so that the West is a bloodbath. So it's like Mm. your road to that championship, there's no... Western Conference teams that are sweeping their ways to, through at this point anymore. Yeah. Like, the Warriors never faced an elimination game, which was impressive, but they didn't sweep anybody. So, like, that being considered, um, <clears throat> I think, like, the Phoenix Suns kind of lost a little bit because of the way that their Maverick series ended, it kind of ended in shambles. Like, there's a lot of poor rumors coming out of locker rooms, like, regarding DeAndre Ayton, who already got paid and is still not happy. Yeah. Um, apparently, Chris Paul, like to a media outlet they asked him at the end of that series like did you learn anything from that series and out of i don't know if he meant this genuinely or <clears throat> excuse me or if he was kind of butthurt from the results of the series and he legit just like no nah, i didn't learn anything from that series so really Damn. that's not something you want to hear i mean he's been in the league a long time so i mean he's probably well, hasn't learned he seen? yeah he's probably seen almost everything. shout out chris paul though he's one of those dudes when it's all said and done we're gonna think like we're gonna consider him assuming he does not actually get a ring which yeah. seems slim at this point, but if he's, he could do it with the Suns, but he's going to be one of those dudes in like the Charles Barkley, Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson conversations yeah. of the greats who didn't get a ring. Yeah, I see you. Yep. So no, he's really good. So uh, the championship odds right now: Celtics plus six hundred, mm-hmm. they're the favorites. Bucks plus six fifty. Nets okay. plus 700. Clippers plus 700. The Nets can sneak in there pretty well, man. Maybe. You were I saying mean, the Nets are pretty stacked now, aren't well, they? Well, they have... I, they're worse than last year, in my opinion. <clears throat> oh, they're yeah. worse than last and year. And they have KD and Kyrie, but that's it. And like Not stacked then. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Warriors are plus 700. Suns plus 1,000. 76ers plus 1,600. And then we got the Nuggets plus 2,000. So the, the full-strength Nuggets are... They shouldn't be a dark horse because they are way too talented to be a dark horse. But for the sake of like headspace of teams that people are considering, they're a dark horse because no one gives them the love that they Especially deserve. Especially on that odd. But yeah, plus 2,000. Sure. The Clippers is probably the most dangerous team, I think, out of that lineup for like the sake of like who I don't want to see in the postseason. Like, really? I don't want to see the Clippers. I don't want to see the Suns. Why not I, the Clippers? The Suns is a The Clippers be. have, like, if quote unquote, if, yeah. if Kawhi is healthy. Yeah, and it's then a big if. they yeah. still have Paul George. Still have Paul George, and then they got John Wall. They have John Wall now. Oh shit! That I mean, again, these are a bunch of asterisk health players, but yes, at, all of them. If literally, they're healthy, <laughs> if they're healthy, but yeah. but those like firing on all <laughs> cylinders, all, all of them. <laughs> yeah, firing on all cylinders. I think that team's pretty hard to guard. Yeah, I mean they're all very athletic and they all can play defense, but it's like liabilities. You said, every single one, every of them. single one of them has had injury problems. Like they were in their prime. Like two years ago, yeah, all of them. So like, <laughs> that shit's past. Yeah, so I think Nuggets are not the favorites, but like Nuggets are top three team in the West for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't see like y'all got Jamal Murray back. Yeah, and you and I went to that Nuggets Warriors game in the postseason, Game Three. That was sick. That was fire. Um, great time. I was even like you can attest. I was even saying to the fans who were like. They weren't butthurt that the Nuggets lost. They were being realistic. They're like, man, that's tough. And I turned around, strangers to me, and I'm a Warriors fan wearing a Curry jersey. And I'm like, yo, if y'all had Jamal Murray healthy, y'all would have fucked us up. So mm-hmm. 
That it is what it is. Like, yeah, I can't guarantee that, that out- Can't guarantee that outcome. But Jamal Murray mm-hmm. in the playoffs neutralizes Steph in the form of he could put up thirty, just like Steph can put up thirty. Yeah, I will mean, he? It is like that's that's hard to say. Steph is better than Jamal for sure, but oh, absolutely, the Jokic and Murray combo is out going to weigh any combo that the Warriors have. Yeah, and like if yeah. you if the when the Nuggets get Murray back, and then that adds more shooting competence to Jokic that out the post passing that, that he just perfected. You yep. know what I'm saying? That's just going to be money and well, like and MPJ. That's and what's MPJ. Really help with that. They need a ring, but, but, bro. but MPJ's paid and still balling off injuries constantly and sat out a whole season which i'm not mad at i want him to be healthy like do what you got to do i'm not trying to sound like a disgruntled fan but coming from mizzou i will always root for this dude he has so much potential and i'm afraid that like we're looking not to compare him stylistically but i'm afraid it could be kind of like a zion scenario like you're so good this team would never let you go but your body is not allowing you to participate yeah, I mean, I think he got paid, and he was like, okay, now that I'm paid, I can take a season off, and then I can have a longer career. Yeah. And so I think that's better for the Nuggets. I mean, we weren't going to have Jamal. I don't think we are going to win the championship last year with MPJ and Jokic. Like, yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah. So, like, if we get an extra two years out of his <clears throat> career, then that's that's a benefit. But I think Bucks are the scariest team in the league. Oh, yeah. And then after Bucks, I think there's a pretty far drop-off. Um. And then I think Nuggets are probably top five team in the league to watch out for. Suns are up there too. I th- plus, I don't, plus one thousand. Yeah, Suns. I just I don't think they're going to win a ring. I mean, no. I think they so. had a great chance against the Bucks. They had that chance, and they, they didn't, had the chance. They, Giannis they just Giannis. Giannis, Giannis, and mm. you know, Aiton did his best, but you. There's no you cannot shut that you. human being down. Yeah, he's the closest dominant paint threat I think we've seen since like prime dwight or like Shaq, you yeah. know not to come again no stylistic comparison it's just like yeah. this dude takes a half a stride past the free throw line and he's he's in dunk range yep and he, but all that being considered um i would still say the warriors are probably my favorite for the west but not because they're the most talented it's it boils down to how conditioned they are you know mm. what i'm saying like the warriors like with steph doing his thing andrew wiggins had an outstanding postseason he did couldn't he did. ask more he, he averaged did. like 20 he made me a lot of money he averaged like 20 points a game this man was great he got a poster on luca like the yep. man went off so that was great um which is good for him because he was like basically a bust yeah the, uh, until that point like it proved as weird as it sounds he kind of has to be the third or fourth best player on a team absolutely and he thrives and yeah. that, that showed, like, he was super fruitful in the playoffs. Couldn't ask more from him. And then the other unsung hero that I think is just going to get better is um, fucking, what's his name? Wiseman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see what Wiseman can give. But well, Okay, so he has to be our backup center, allegedly, because we're kind of going to play small ball. We're going to use Kevin Looney at the start. And then yeah. Draymond rotates center, depending on who's on the op- opposition. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you think about it, like, and then I, I didn't even think about Jordan Poole. Yeah. Jordan Poole came out of nowhere. He did This well. man was just hitting, like, half-court buzzers a couple of times. He had, like, a couple 30-point games, like, going into the game three. That was his first, like, eh game of his postseason career. So Yeah, I mean, I'd say Wiggins maybe like, the fifth worst – or, I'm sorry, fifth best player on the team. And the, the funny thing is, is I think the um, – like, the synergy that gets created with, like, playing with Steph, pl- like, playing with Steve Kerr. I feel like Steve Kerr is such, like, a player's coach – but he yeah. has like a macro level conscience of what's going on. Yeah, his offensive schemes are really good. And he has Mike Brown as his defensive coordinator. Had. Oh, he's gone? I'm pretty sure he's the head coach for the Kings now. Oh, Sacramento. I think right. Oh. So that's that's a big L. 
that's a big loss. But do we remember <laughs> when? Deal. Do we remember when Mike Brown was the Cleveland coach? Yeah, they had good defense, and their offense was trash with, <laughs> with LeBron. Yeah, so LeBron was like the offense, and that was it. That's right. And, and then LeBron. he left. He left to Miami because of that. <laughs> That's why he left. It was like LeBron and Eric Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of all this basketball, let's go over these preseason games a little bit. Like you were saying, um, wait, did one more? Yeah, the Golden State Warriors beat out the Washington Wizards, ninety-six to eighty-seven. Uh, low right, scoring game. Low scoring game. Mm-hmm. First right now, game. actually, just started. Oh wait, no, this is on Sunday. I'm just kidding. Tomorrow, <laughs> the Grizzlies are playing the Bucks at 6 p.m. And actually, when you guys are watching this tonight at 6 p.m., Grizzlies are taking on the Bucks. Um, and the, the Wizards are playing the Warriors again. So for those who, uh, yeah, they for preseason these type of things, they're tours. So right now they're in Japan. So they're oh, like Saitama Arena. So what it's it's a double, and they'll go to other countries too. They'll go to like China or other places. I don't know if the tours are just per team or okay. like if the all the all the postseason is going to be or I mean preseason is mm. going to be done there. But like one thing you can expect, the stars will play, but it's not going to be the same. It's going to be kind of like Pro Bowl esque. You know what I'm saying? I see like you. yeah, no one wants to tear their ACL in I the preseason. There's barely any defense. You know, they're like, just shooting and yeah. Let them shoot. Put your hands up. You don't draw contact ever. Yeah, the no. people that are playing, like that are trying to make the team, they're going hard, but they're you not know. going hard against star players. No, because I see you. there's like oh, a agreed. Okay. You, we're not going super hard. Yeah. Like, well, the Wizards get another crack at the Warriors uh, tonight at 11 p. Or that already happened. Yeah. Yeah, but Nuggets, I got, definitely got better. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely got, better. got better. So I mean, we got Bruce Bowen, or not Bruce Bowen, Bruce Brown, mm-hmm. and then we got MPJ coming back. We got Jamal Murray coming back. We got uh, KCP. Like Joker's gonna do what Joker does. Yeah. So I'm very confident in the Nuggets. Like I wouldn't be surprised. That's if, who I want to take the finals for sure. Oh, I, I mean, mean I, obviously, everyone yeah. would love to see that. Yeah, first championship for the Nuggets. Like that would be amazing. Meeting already, We're gonna, dude. Like again, I'm I'm not a Nuggets fan, but I'm not a Nuggets hater. I'm an MPJ fan because he played ball at Mizzou. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go nuts too. Yeah, I mean this, this is the best chance we're gonna have. Probably you know, this wow. tandem. This, this if the sad, the sad thing is, is no think, one can get hurt. I yeah. think Malone, your coach, is like a great coach, but I feel like if you guys can't get like a, I mean, you guys went to the Western Conference Finals. Like there's that should show what you guys are capable of. Yeah. But if you can't get back to form. I'm afraid that he's going to get some collateral blame for what I don't think is his fault. If if we get a first-round exit and everyone is healthy, he's getting fired. Or at least I'm going to want him to be fired. I think he's a great coach, but if we can't get out of the first round with our roster, then he doesn't, I don't know. True. You get so many and, chances. And the, the thing about it, you guys are so talented that you've got, like when you think about Bubble Murray, you guys went through like, you had seven-game series. You know what I'm saying? You guys had the series with Portland where one of the games went into like four overtimes. Y'all yeah. played two games. That was an eight-game series. So like, yep. y'all are too talented to allow that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have like a three-year window. If we don't win in this three-year window, then the odds of us winning a championship is not going to be for another 10 years. Shy of just... Winning the lottery in a draft pick, yeah, and not a lottery pick, but just drafting the next like random star. Yeah, like Giannis was like a four, the fourteenth pick in the draft or something like that. Yeah, and Kawhi was like the fifteenth pick. So you can definitely get stars. But mm. let's uh, let's move on to some football. So let's get, some let's get football talking talk. to NFL, dude. So the first thing that I think we should mention is like everyone prayers up for. Oh Tua. my god! Yeah, that was so scary. Like, <clears throat> that was coming, crazy. Okay, so he's coming off a a week prior where that he, was crazy. he had a assumed concussion before halftime. He had to go into concussion protocol, and then he was allowed to come back for halftime. 
there was an investigation launched on behalf of Miami's handling of his concussion. In the from what I read online, they had determined that he was checked for concussions every single day. Mm-hmm. So they didn't just kind of like put him through the ropes once and then just cross their fingers he passed and then just we're like oh no he passed why would we test him again so if that's true that's awesome because at the end of the day he had two concussions in back-to-back weeks there's a thing called double impact syndrome where your brain will already be swollen and it gets hit again you whiplash your brain stem and you could you could uh, physically and mentally handicap yourself for life some some people are saying he might be out for the season I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, which I, is crazy. He I, got slammed hard. It didn't bro. look like it in real time it, in until real time, his, his it, hands came up. Until like, he, until he, you noticed his body comatose. started. Well, yeah, I seizing. think if you don't have, if he doesn't have a concussion last week, he doesn't get a concussion from that. Because yes, he hit the back of his head, and yes, he got threw down really hard. But I've, I don't think I've seen a concussion from a hit like that. And the lineman was sitting it down. It was a roll. Yeah, the lineman like, was already down. Yeah, and, and he, he just, just kind of whipped him yeah. down like like any other lineman would. You're yeah. getting him down. Like, it was a clean tackle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, dirty, it wasn't at, all. dirty. Not at all. Like, he... That guy didn't mean to do that he shit. He just... It weight. was just perfect, dude. Just yep. perfect. Like you said last week, at it. Mm. Yeah, it was dirty. It was a dirty. I mean, not dirty hit, but like it was, it was a dirty, yeah, nasty looking knockout, man. Because I just feel the way so his bad. Hands I've came never seen someone's hands be like that before. Just the bro. body, oh, bro. I have from like MMA fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not football. But their hands yeah. are like up and shit. Yeah. Like I've never seen him like do that. And even his thumb was like bent back. Oh, it he was had, crazy. Like, he bro. was like one of his hands Dude. was like crossed. It was, it was fucked up. It was, it was so scary. A scary. At yeah. first, I was like, oh, he got sacked. And then when his hands came up. I was like, "Oh, he's hurt." Yeah, that was. Oh my and I was, I missed the that, that I missed that part. I got after he was already out, so I was like, "Where's Tua?" I was like, "What happened to Tua? What, what's going on?" And then I went on Twitter and I looked, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Stretchered." Oh yeah. shit! Good old Teddy B took yeah. his place. Oh yeah, I know. And I mean, he did. He did what he had to do. Yeah. Um, they I mean, didn't they get lost, the game, but... they didn't get the win. Yeah. Um, let's go over these games though. Let's talk about week three games though, real quick. We had the Steelers losing to the Browns twenty nine seventeen. Anything to take away from those? Didn't even watch that game. Yeah, we we talked it. about it last week because we that was that was the first game. one. That was the first one. Duh. Yep. Duh. All right, let's just move on to the speaking of the Dolphins beating out the Bills. Yep. Giving the Bills their first loss. Crazy. Uh, 21 to 19. No one really seen that coming. I guarantee that broke a lot of parlays for people. Definitely did. Oh. I mean, Dolphins are, are good, I mean, with Tua. Um, but I didn't expect him to beat the Bills. Yeah. I expected a close game, but I didn't expect that. As weird as it sounds, um, I selfishly was enthusiastic that now no AFC team is undefeated. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now you're not yeah, pedestaled you. based on early success. Yep. Which is something I do for my team anyway because I'm biased. There's only one NFC. NFC team that's undefeated. I forgot who it is. Eagles. The Eagles. Eagles. My dark horse. Don't yep. don't tell me I didn't call you, them being I good. Mean, you did call that. Yep. It's early. <clears throat> it's still early. But one thing we also called is Bengals being out the Jets twenty seven to twelve. Yep. Joe Burrow doing his thing. They needed that. If they they lost to the that. Jets. They would have lost to the Jets. Now They're the Bengals are two and two. Yeah. After yep. the Thursday night after game. After the Thursday night game. Yep. Five, I mean, they needed they needed that. They they needed did. to get it up. <clears throat> Going next over to the Titans and the Raiders, man. Close game, twenty four to twenty two. Raiders zero and three, bro. Zero and three Raiders, man. Zero and three Raiders, man. Not looking good. Not looking good. They've dude. had some close, close games, though. close ass games. Ugh. My favorite Owen is probably Wilson, but my second favorite Owen is three or zero and three Raiders. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I like it, man. Yeah, worst in the division. Yeah, worst in the division. We called that. I felt like though. 
We said they were the least improved AFC West team. We said they'd probably be they'd probably be the worst. But every single one of their games was super close. close, The Chargers game, close close games. The um, who they go last week? The Arizona Cardinals game, close. They were winning. They were up like eighteen points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, fucking. We saw a homie come back. Yeah, Kyler then, Murray just running around like a toddler <laughs> who just stole his mom's phone. For real, that was hilarious. <laughs> after that, running, you can't unsee that after because yeah. the ball's so big compared to him. Yeah, <laughs> and, just running. And then they lost it by two points to the Titans. Two points. Bro. To I'd the be Titans. so sad. As, I would be pissed as a Raiders fan. Derrick Henry looking great though. Yep. We, yep, Derek. They had a Kennedy great game. Great, had a great they game. They could not stop the run. They Raiders couldn't. could not stop it. Mm-mm. I watched. He was it. just he was plowing, dude, plowing through him. Yep. Like it was nothing. Moving on. Right after that, we had the Panthers beating out the Saints. Saints yep. not looking that well either. Saints not looking the best. Panthers, Panthers the one time I don't bet on them. I bet <laughs> on the past two weeks and they lose and they lose <laughs> and I don't bet them on this week and they fucking win. Definitely needed that win too, man. They, they weren't did. looking good either. Uh, they beat up the Saints, though. Uh, Michael Thomas out, actually, too, for this week. Oh, really? Just so you guys know, Michael okay. Thomas is out indeed for Sunday. Um, Going on, we got Ravens beating out the Patriots, man. 37-26. to 26. The Ravens looking really good. Lamar. 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 Looking he, he dropped, like, how many points? Great, fantasy? Like 40 yeah. against my team. <laughs> of course. I'm 0-3 in fantasy right now. Oh, Fucking man. Blows. You're like the Raiders, dude. Yeah, hopefully I can Close get a dub games. against Dave this week. Fucking get Hope on. not. Get a fucking <laughs> You're projecting w. shit on me, though. Uh, we'll see. Those projections are whack. That's facts. Those yeah. projections are pretty wild, man. The way yeah. That, yeah. But no, Lamar, if there's never been a clearer statement to pay the man facts like, andrews did like, really good so too like, last week i think last year i mean it's kind of become like pop culture to kind of uh troll him if you will because of his playoff woes you know what i'm saying despite his regular season highs so that being said um he's shown in the last two seasons that his arm is a lot better than everyone gave him credit for he's separating himself or himself from the likes of like just a run first quarterback so that being said we we know he's going to be the highest paid quarterback of all time. He's next oh, yeah. man up. That that's the that's the scheme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Burrow's going to be next man up at one point. He's going to get his. Yeah. He's going to be the then highest Herbert. paid. Every, exactly one after another, and that's that's what it's going to be. So he deserves it. But the I mean the Ravens are just looking. I mean they they don't look they look really smart for getting this out of him and not in a super contract like money amount mm-hmm. per se, but. What like what if he decides I I do want to go to Miami or I do you know what I'm saying like yeah, takes you. his talent elsewhere. And this is a after Lamar. Th- this is his. Go ahead. This is basically like a franchise tag season, and he's just running with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but he's and not he, getting paid like a franchise tag. He's that's getting, facts. He's like they, Dak Prescott's making more than he is. They could he franchise is. tag him next the year. They could legit franchise tag him next year. And then he would get like like I think it's like thirty some mil, thirty five mil. And this yeah. is a Lamar Jackson that went eighteen for twenty nine, two hundred and eighteen yards, throwing, four touchdowns, one interception, a hundred and seven yards rushing with one touchdown. He, he gained weight and he's boogieing. He he would be the number one wow. fantasy running back if he was a running back. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how oh, crazy yeah. he's going on the ground. He's fucking crazy. He's dude. going crazy. But yeah, Ravens look good. We'll see. If they go against some real competition, I mean, Patriots are decent. They yeah. beat the Lions, I believe. Um, and then I don't know who else they beat. But Speaking see, of the Lions, though, the Lions lost to the Vikings 28-24. to Yeah, I put money on the Lions because they were like a plus 200 underdog. And I thought that was crazy. And yeah. the Lions almost almost beat the Vikings. So close, dude. Yeah, it was a good Another game. close game. Uh, St. Brown doing his damn thing. 
He went off. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fire. He's, ki- he's killing He's the it, best dude. receiver for Detroit. He's one of the best receivers for fantasy right now, too. Oh, maybe nice. not after last week. Or maybe, or yeah. He's, he's pretty, he pretty good. Pretty he's good. definitely top 10. He's, he's trending. He's, he's great. Getting a lot of targets. And from Jared Goff making you shine, that says something yeah. about him. He's mm-hmm. got like a top five. Uh, Jared Goff is like a top five quarterback for uh, yards right now. Damn, Jared really? Goff's killing it. The Lions offense good is looking decent. I'm so happy on one of my benches. I have him on one of my benches. I pick up Jared, Jared Goff, too. Dude, when shit team, like not to talk shit about the Lions, but when shit team <laughs> start to like actually gain traction like the Bengals did last year i yeah. like it's a cinderella story like the chiefs were that yep. seven years ago mm-hmm. literally seven years ago we were a playoff list team in my entire life except when i was two days old so yep. neither of you were born when they had won with joe montana and i was two days old so who yeah. cares this is a good question that we're gonna have to look back on when we're deeper in the season who's gonna have a better record the denver broncos or the detroit lions the, um, the Broncos, I, if I'm betting money, th- I'd say the Broncos. Money. But what if we have a worse uh, record than the Lions? <laughs> I mean, I think the Lions are decent, bro. But doing, about, that's what I'm saying. They're doing great. It's all about who you go against. You know, what yeah, I mean, at the end of the day. yeah. Whoever has the harder schedule. So just because they have a better that record sense, doesn't yeah, mean that they're sense. a better team. Facts. That and, makes sense. But like, if the Lions won the Super Bowl, I'd be happy as fuck. Like, if the Bengals would have won last year, I, that would be I, crazy. I was, yeah. you know, See, I would have been happy. I, the Bengals <laughs> beat my team, the Chiefs, twice, and I for two reasons. If I always. They're his chief. I conv- in a convoluted <laughs> way. I want to lose. Like if I lose to them and they win the Super Bowl, then you can't tell me that we're not the second best team as like a consolidation trophy because like we right. lost to the best. They lost to the best. We didn't play this the other Super Bowl team. You can't tell me nothing. So that being said, and I always root for the AFC to win unless it was the Patriots, but yeah. it is what it is. So you know what I'm saying? Like I'm kind of like that same dude. Like when it comes to the um, college level football national game, I always want an SEC team to win that. But like. When it's the Cinderella story, like when, like, I don't know, whatever school last year, like Notre Dame was going off. Or like, yeah, that's another good one. Like, they came out of nowhere and everyone's like, oh my God, I was rooting for them. So, I was rooting for Joe Burrow. I wanted Cincinnati to get theirs. Cincinnati was the Chiefs, but worse. They didn't have a playoff win since like 1991 until Joey B showed up and smoked everybody. Mm. So, I'm I'm forever a fan. (laughs) Right? He's doing the damn thing. Let's talk about your dark horse, though. The Eagles beating out the Commanders 24-8. Making them look like chumps. Dude, Hurts is killing it. Hertz is killing it. He's killing it. Um, Brown is killing it. Yeah, AJ Brown is um, killing it. Devontae every, every, Smith is killing it. All the Eagles it. are killing it. Yeah, their defense, defense is killing yeah, it. I was about to say, they're, their defense a, is They're a great. good team, bro. Mm-hmm. They're, they're it's hard good. to believe that I saw it coming. Yeah, I mean. Still a lot of time for this to unravel. Those who peak in September don't necessarily peak in January, but. Jalen Hurts going 22 for 35, 340 yards for three touchdowns. You know what sucks? <laughs> I went for Joe Burrow over wow. Hurts. But was thinking that Hertz was a like a dual threat quarterback because he rushes and thought that there was upside to that. But I was nervous. You picked I Burrow picked, over Hertz. Well, Burrow has the best receiving trio in the league, in my opinion. Wow, I don't remember that. I You're vividly crazy. remember. But think about I mean, it, Joe if Burrow. I had the option. Joe Burrow has Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Like I just know, I just know that's Hertz. that's arguably the best trio. In the NFL. Hurts just won receiver. me the Super Bowl last year, so I was high on him, bro. He yeah. he got me like 20 points every game. Bro. I had Kyler, so. Crazy. Same and vibes. Probably, yeah, same vibes. But no, I'm, I just, I, I didn't pass on Hurts because I thought Hurts would do bad. I went for Joe Burrow because I was thinking, like, he's got upside, such, he's got upside. so many, he's got better weapons, but 
AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are not light weapons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. well, and, and their run game is killer. Yeah, and Hurts could get hurt because he's a dual threat quarterback. He like his get odds hurt. of getting hurt is higher, higher than, than, than Joe Burrow. But Burrow's O line has proven to be ass, yes. so he's probably going to get and, hurt. He's yeah. already Burrow, been sacked like 13 times. I was going to say, he's 14, gotten sacked way more than Hurts yes, has, and absolutely. Burrow's already gotten hurt in the NFL. Yep. He was already out of season. Yeah, so his rookie year. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. But let's talk about your Chiefs losing to the Colts twenty to seventeen. Okay, a so close game. I mean, you guys, their defense you, showed up. Man. You can agree, you can disagree, but the Chiefs are so good. We beat ourselves. I mean, same with the Broncos. Bro. We, Broncos hold on, hold on. We beat okay. ourselves too. So the one thing that I can point blame, and it's I hate it's a team effort. <clears throat> Everyone's involved. Like Travis Kelsey after the game, he had some significant drop passes on third downs, which is like his. Those are his moments. That's like the Travis Kelsey playbook. The whole book is designed for him on third down. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. So drop passes that hurt. We had a field goal where we went. It was fourth and whatever. It was going to be like a forty-two yarder for um. Matt Amendola, who was our backup, they decided to do a fake to the long or the um, yeah. the, whole, the placer to Tommy Yikes. Townsend, and they have him scramble left. This is a kick. This is the punter. Let me hit that. They have the our punter scramble left and then throw like he's Mah- like try the Mahomes shit, which is yeah. it's like it's like Mahomes. Yeah, it was not pretty. It's like Mahomes. <laughs> What not, are you? Who are you? What? The, the design was terrible, and it was going to like a third string he tight end. He side handed it. Well, like imagine, Who is this imagine guy? instead of grabbing it and putting the, the is this the backup? Up, Who is this guy? It's Tommy Townsend, our punter. He's a punter. The so punter. The punter is the, is the placeholder for like the field goal. But no, he gets it, and it was by design. He's all Mahomes, and he, he tries to do the thing, and like it wasn't him doing too much. It was by design. It was a dumb idea. So we go for that fourth down. Instead of kicking a makeable but questionable field goal because Matt Amendola missed like a point after. He missed a field goal before that, I believe. And a point after. So that sucked. Yikes. But we had another fourth down moment where like we went for it, didn't fucking get it. Like we ran it or something stupid. And it's like, so we have a lot of moments that we can revise and we can improve upon because at the end of the day, we underestimated the Colts, and we just didn't try our hardest. You know, well, yeah, bro. I mean, the Colts, but the Colts up. shine. The Colts, showed up. But the let that let that be said. Their Chiefs, defense, Chiefs defense was just like, dude. Matt Ryan lost like a whole season of his career the way they were throwing that man. The Colts look. Their offense looks like shit. Like, it looks yeah, like shit. Jonathan the, Taylor was contained. Taylor dude, was contained. The Chiefs lost that game. Like. It we, was. I don't think we got outclassed. We just got outplayed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the defense. If we bro, played ten defense. games in a row, we we win nine and a half. The muffed punt is what fucked you guys. The oh yeah, Sky turned, Moore at the very turned beginning. Turned into I a touchdown. All about that. That's a the only reason punt. the Colts yeah. score. Only only reason the Colts scored a touchdown that entire game is because of that. I forgot. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, and mm. and, and that is us beating, or that's us making silly but, mistakes. And. Fucking Chris Jones getting that personal foul, taunting. That was, honestly, that was bullshit. Damn. That was bullshit, bro. We've seen it before. Um, This happened to the Broncos with Von Miller. Remember when Tyrod, I don't know if you remember this, but Tyrod Taylor was on the ground. We were playing the Bills. Von Miller acted like he was going to help him up and then took away his hand. Yeah, I do remember that. And then they threw a flag, and it was like third and 15. They were about to punt it. They get a first down, similar to the Colts, and then they drive down and score. Exactly. So now that you reminded me that as well, that makes me think that, like, okay, I agree that, that, like, you shouldn't necessarily be able to say things because of the risk of cameras being there. So that's why the threat of being reprimanded for saying those things is always real. But... There's times where you see plays where, like, you the camera will just be kind of by a sideline player who's not even in the game, 
And then, like, you you hear a tackle, and then the homie just yells out, like, uh, some locker room jargon. You know what I'm saying? I don't think like, that's why they threw the flag. No, they, no, I'm not saying that's why they, th- they threw the flag, because they vividly heard what he said. He said yeah. it right next to a ref, like an idiot, and he deserved yeah. to be reprimanded for it. But the fact that we couldn't hear it, read his lips, insinuate anything, like, like to- the Tom Brady-Bruce Arians incident with Mike Evans, like yeah. that altercation. Yeah. You don't think Brady walked out there and said some shit to him? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Brady literally walked over like an enforcer and watched that whole thing take place. I'm not saying you should reprimand Brady because I give a shit. I'm saying that like there's places, uh, there's no place for profanity in the game, so that can't be allowed with or without camera allowance. You just gotta like you gotta you can't do that, Chris Jones. That's your fault. Yeah, for sure. Like you, he owned up to it, but at the end of the day, that was like it was it was a very pity driven type. Thing, in my and, opinion and, and for sure and, and i don't assign narrative to it it's something he did wrong and he got he got in trouble yeah and i disagree i don't think they should have flagged him for it but this is it's football some things go your way some things don't go your way like the Every chargers play. game there was some <laughs> flags over you know mahomes had some interceptions they threw flags for it like those go your way this doesn't go your way mm-hmm. it's just that's how the nfl works bro like you got to do well enough to where you can't let the refs decide your fate Facts. and that's what it comes down to and so, Chiefs are still better than the Colts. Colts don't look that good. I'm glad. I'm glad they won a game. So my dark horse was the Colts. So they look better now. But I'm still not impressed at all by the yeah. Colts. So it was it was a close game. I wouldn't say it was a good game, honestly. No, it was not. It was not a pretty game. But that being said, though, we got. Tom Brady in a game next week that was almost moved to Minnesota because of well, Hurricane Let's Ian. get through this week yeah. and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so moving on right after that, let's, yes, sorry. So we got, we got the Bears actually getting a win over the Texans. Finally needed that win. Yeah, definitely surprise. needed that win. I put money on the Close Texans. Game. Oh, it's yeah. okay though. They might be money the worst line? team. Money line? Yeah, money line. Mm. That's typically what I do. What was it? What, what, what odds? Um, it was like plus 100 or something. They were the ah. underdog. And I was like, the Texans are better than the Bears. And you're like, this shouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I see you. Right after that, though, the Jags taking out the Chargers 38 hold, to 10. The Jaguars are looking this is, good. I had a conversation with my buddy because week one, if I'm not mistaken, the Jags beat the Colts. And he's a Colts fan. So we he even watched the Colts Chiefs game at my house. And like, you would think we would be like talking shit. No, we're really good friends. So like, it was not being division rivals, we can enjoy those games together. Yeah. So that being said, and the Chiefs and the Colts have had a history from Alex Smith and Andrew Luck, but that's yep. that's beside the point. Um, he was talking about like when the Jags beat him and that he was like, he felt kind of down bad in it because he was feeling like, oh, the Jags have historically been a shit team. Yeah. But like I straight up told him, I was like, dude, that team is way too talented to be bad. Way yeah. too talented. That's nothing to like hold your head over. A lot like, of talent. They, as of right now, and don't they have Doug Peterson as their head coach? Yes. Yeah, he's great, Andy, Andy Reid protege, Super Bowl winning coach. Like, yep. they, they have so much going for them that I don't see how they, like, I don't know who's in their division off the top of my head, to be honest. Colts. They're, they're the first in their division, though. Yeah. Yeah, Jags and they should one. be. They should be. Yeah, they got Colts, Titans, and Texans is in their division. They have the best quarterback in the division. Um. Yeah. Yeah. A two and well, one Jacks. This the beginning of the season it appears that way. We'll see. And Trevor Lawrence dropping two hundred and sixty two yards, three touchdowns, twenty eight for thirty nine. Yeah, and fucking up the Chargers. I know, I know Herbert up. was hurt. Yeah, I feel so, so bad for him. Dude. Herbert was yeah. hurt. I hate I hate injuries, mm. man. Yeah, so I mean, Chargers weren't running on full cylinders, oh, but yeah, Chargers true. dropped thirty eight points. Herbert 
did it's it. not Played Herbert's. Defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Herbert's Herbert did his job. Y'all lost. And James Robinson running for a hundred on him, dropping a touchdown James on Robinson him. He's doing good. great. Zay Jones dropping a touchdown on him. Christian Kirk dropping a touchdown on him. Marvin Jones, like it's Kirk's paying dividends there. Yeah, Kirk, he is. Kirk's dude. doing good. He's doing good. He showed man. up, got all that money, broke the wide receiver market, and is showing that showing he, he got that money for a reason. Hell oh. yeah, dude. We got the Rams beating out the Cardinals twenty to twelve. Cardinals look down bad. Yeah, they do I mean, look down bad. Yeah, Rams are decent, but I was surprised they only scored twenty points against the Cardinals, and Cardinals only scored twelve points. Yeah, the question mark yeah. on the Rams for me is just Matt Stafford. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think I'm not questioning his abilities. I'm questioning his state of his health because that was kind of a rumor heading his into the elbow. season. So like, the like bow. first of all, did y'all see that um, Cooper Cup got his first rushing touchdown? Yeah. Yes, that was, was an impressive play. That was that, fire on my fire. fantasy team. Yeah, I think he loved it. Dare, hold on, dare I say he might be like one of the most athletic white dudes in the league? That's not a quarterback, um, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's not many to I choose mean, from. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, <laughs> he's definitely the best white guy. <laughs> he's looking like chocolate milk out there, bro. <laughs> we got white chocolate. He's chocolate milk. This man, uh oh, Oreo, bro. <laughs> bro. I love it, man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Rams beating out Cardinals twenty to twelve. Right after that, though, we got Packers beating out the Bucks. Tom Brady looking like shit in this game. He's yeah. been looking fourteen to twelve. Yeah, he's not been looking good. The lady's pissed. That's it. That's her uh, fantasy quarterback right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. She's like, "Why the fuck am I benching Tom Brady? Or why am I benching Lawrence for Tom Brady? I'm never doing this again." She's like, "Tom Brady's out, bro. Yeah. She's only going with Lawrence now from here on out. Like, she can't deal with that bullshit." That's hilarious. Yeah, because I mean, there was a big question mark on Lawrence, especially for the first game. Yeah. After that first week for the Jags, mm-hmm. we were like, mm, "It's gonna happen." Then they've just been going on a tear. But yeah. Tom speak, Brady, not. Oh. Speaking on the Packers, though, like I was watching that game because I had Ryan Suckup was my kicker. And as stupid as this sounds, Tom Brady shit in the bed means they're going to kick mad field goals. So, yeah. like, until Harrison Bucker comes back, I'm just going to ride with Ryan Suckup, who was a former chief anyway. But, mm-hmm. like, dude, tell me why, and this is not astonishing or surprising in any way, but tell me why Aaron Rodgers makes Randall Cobb looks so good like he does it just in that game in that game he's great bro and i'm not trying to belittle randall cobb and insinuating he's not that good nfl great i'm just saying those are two seasoned veterans with a long-term chemistry who look like they did years past and like as i was watching this because i've been really curious they're in a way i feel like they're in a worse but similar dynamic to the chiefs with the consideration to the receiving core they lost their best receiver of the arguably of their franchise history you know what i'm saying and yeah. now they have a bunch of youngins. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Packers receiving core is way worse than the Chiefs. Chiefs no, no, way they're they're way court. down bad compared to what we're at. Yeah, but they lost Devontae. We yeah. lost Reek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are Reek. I will Reek's sta- going off. I, I will stand on a mountain. First of all, I love Tyreek. I I will never shit talk them because he can uh, shit talk the Chiefs just to get views for his podcast. That's awesome. But you are the greatest receiver the Kansas City has ever had. Like he's yeah. I mean, better than Dwayne Bow. I'd say Dwayne Bow was probably. Up there, yeah, for the Chiefs. So yeah, Reek is the best. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you could argue Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey, y- yes, because he's actually a, he's actually like a better receiver per se. Yeah. But um, he's since he's a tight end, that's just kind of yeah. like the, the best wide receiver for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, so like considering that Aaron Rodgers lost his best receiver that he ever had in his career. And he has to recover with youngins who are less than what the Chiefs have. Yep. So both Mahomes and Rodgers are in a state of, like, you're kind of having to prove yourself. Not that you're required to, but 
everyone's kind of equivalated you having super duper talent to like that's what got you where you are you know what i'm saying and now we get to see how much of it was quarterback talent how much of it was receivers benefiting from quarterback talent and it goes both ways i mean rogers is a great quarterback and he's making randall cobb look great and in the past two years has not done shit that's what i'm saying and so that's how you know you have a great quarterback he that's why i'm applauding aaron Rodgers, even though he didn't score a lot of points it's just like the plays that he was making were like excuse me it was those super like like he he would step up in the pocket aaron Rodgers would scramble at times just because that's kind of a like one of those plays when everyone just goes downfield and you have nothing in front of you but green so i'll rush but for the most part he would step up in the pocket in those clutch moments, and he would just throw dimes to his wide receivers. And, oh, like, yeah. dimes, not like dimes, like, oh, it was perfect. Like, it's either his receiver catches it, shy of a tip drill, no one's touching it. Yeah. So, mm. shout yeah, out Aaron Rodgers, bro. You that was such... Shout out Aaron Rodgers, feel bad, down bad, Brady. Huh? Yeah. They made, won me a parlay, I bet five bucks, Cooper nice. Cup to score a touchdown. Nice. And Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to have 200-plus passing yards. Nice. I bet five bucks to win, like, 30. Was that a no-sweat bet? That's a good bet, no. dude. Ooh, that's a good real bet right risk. there. Yeah, I mean, it was like I bet five bucks and got nah. got thirty. But that's good, dude. That's a good yeah. bet to make. Yeah, Seahawks losing to the Falcons, twenty-seven, twenty-three. Falcons, yep. good looking good too. Yeah, I put money on the Falcons to win that game. Marcus Mariota was a good quarterback to pick up when I lost Dak. Yeah, I lost I, that's Dak who I on picked two up. leagues. Picked up Marcus Mariota, and he's dropping points for us. I, I lost Dak, and I picked up Marcus Mariota. <laughs> dude, we had to do what we had to do, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard out here. It's hard out here, but he's really he's showing out for him, man. Like he's doing great. Uh, 229 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not the best of games, but I mean he's doing great. Cordero Patterson, 141 yards, one touchdown, MB and uh, is questionable now. Is questionable now for this week. I don't know if you guys heard that, but today he's questionable with, I think, an ankle injury. Ooh. Yeah, I might be wrong. But I th- he, he's on my fantasy team, so i seen that he was upgraded to or downgraded to um, questionable. Uh, another game, Broncos 49ers, 11-10 win. Ugly-ass game. The ugliest, dude. Not fun to Yo, watch. The defense dropped points for me. The defense on the Denver Broncos help me out our though. defense is great our offense is trash 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 offense trash broncos country we're fried dude yeah we're not doing good <laughs> we're not doing not it's, doing good at all i th- honestly like we won we it, won we, though. we did win we won the we last beat the two 49ers. games we beat we're, the 49ers. we're two and one if you told me at the beginning of the year we're two and one i'd be like okay you know let's what I mean? see what happens yeah so Who do we play next we oh. play the raiders this weekend oh and three raiders <sighs> Yeah. If we lose to I mean, an 0 3 Raiders, we, we could definitely lose. I we mean, could. our offense is scoring more on average. They, yeah, for they sure. Are. But they our are. defense is really good, though. The defense, I mean, defense faced, is they good. They haven't faced our defense yet, yeah. yeah. We got a safety last game. Yep. Homie ran the fuck out the back of the end zone. <laughs> yeah, he did. What he was he doing? Yeah. Dude, it, he was evading in his own mind. He, he was, was more, He's avoiding contact. Chubb got a pick six. Like, Chubb if, did get a pick if six. If he wouldn't have stepped out of bounds, we would have got more points. It was honestly kind of. That would have got me more points. Yeah, it was a negative. So. No, but it was, yeah, I'm not happy with the Broncos. I'm just glad we won. I'm going to still sport them, though. Oh, for sure. Always. We ride or dies around here. Yeah. so It's just looking rough. Yeah, we got to get it figured out. Our offense is looking trash. Nathaniel Hackett needs to get it figured out. We have Russ. A lot of woes early. It's like Russ Russ has not rushed, like, at all. Not that I think that they were. hasn't. There hasn't been clear moments where I was like, why aren't you rushing? Like, so I'm not, it's not entirely on him. He he dropped passes. He he did a little bit more this week. He ran for, like, I think one first down. I think I do remember that. Yeah. Third down scenario. Yeah. So 
it's not that he needs to be scrambling because the older he gets, the less he's going to want to do that. Yeah. And the more fragile he like, he's coming off the first injury of his career. You got to imagine that's going to have some mental games that he's going to just kind of have to overcome. We don't want him to have to run. We, no, but we you do, to... you do want to take advantage of, he can like, he's capable of doing those scramble plays yeah. outside the pocket just to get an open pass and, where there's no intention of running other than like eluding. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And the offensive line needs to learn how to cooperate with that. Cause they've never had to do that. And Russ is, that's his thing. So the offensive line needs to learn about and how. figure it the fuck out. Yeah, because there so, was a play where it broke down, and we got a huge play. I forgot what play it was, but he broke the pocket and was scrambling out. And then he out. threw it across. He threw it across the body, and it was a huge play. And that's what makes Russ great. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be able to have those happen more you often. You did out. see a familiar sight that has haunted the Broncos in their past, though, in the form of Garrett Bowles. He did uh, get. I think he got at least. One, I think it was only one, but he did get a holding call on a play that would have given you guys a first down. Garrett Bowles is a great left He's, tackle. He, so. he came yeah. over. He over. Sorry, he overcame the woes of being a guy who was getting holding calls left and right. Yeah, but it was like something as like a Chiefs fan that we would just kind of like scoff at when we would benefit from it. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, He's I like, mean, <laughs> sometimes there's good hold. There's good holdings. Like if your quarterback's gonna get lit up, fucking hold him. So yeah, don't let this man get lit up. Facts. Exactly. Yeah, so you protect the bag because the quarterback is literally the bag of exactly. your team. Exactly. You're blindside. You got to protect that shit, even if you're gonna hold. Like so, sometimes it's okay. But yeah. Damn man! Right after that, we had the Cowboys. Beating was, out the Giants, they did a much needed win. A much needed win, dude. And the Cowboys defense getting me another dub in fantasy. Cowboys with Cooper Rush or whatever his yep. name is, mm-hmm. fucking Rush. looking decent, looking like, pretty good. When that comes back, I you know who knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> but right now they're looking pretty solid. Yeah, Cooper Rush just Dak Prescott's Dak Prescott. Dude. Dak Prescott's Damn. just doing. I mean, like, Rush is doing. He becomes good. Tony Romo 2.0. Right. Cooper Rush, uh, 21 for 31, 215 yards, one touchdown. See, as long as he's not making mistakes, he's exactly. surpassing all expectations of him. For sure. And, and so, speaking of the Giants, Saquon going the fuck off. Going number one, the fuck number off. one fantasy running back in the league. He looks like he fucking. He's back. He's back, bro. He's back. Which is scary. Yeah. He's my good. dad has him in our fantasy league, too. I, my dad's like, let's go. My opponent him. had him last week, or no, two weeks ago. But yeah. Still. And then. He's a, going off. He's a random off. thing that I noticed in that um, Cowboys game, I swear every time Tony Pollard had the ball, he was moving it. He didn't yeah, get a lot he of had fantasy points. He had 100 yeah, like, yards. Yeah, okay, maybe. He did way more than I remembered, but like. I've talked year after year about how yards, the yeah. decline of Zeke and lots of that is O line blamed and half of that's like his like his body. But yeah. like things being considered, Tony Pollard is like a must have fantasy player because he's I gonna mean, get playing time and he with healthy Zeke or seemingly healthy Zeke, he went the fuck off. I mean Zeke had fifteen fantasy points. He had like seventy five yards Zeke and a touchdown. Zeke was the only one to get a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So I mean Zeke still two. did pretty well. Um, so, but he's not doing as good as the, he was, though. The Cowboys don't have any weapons. Like Tony they Pollard don't. is like their second best receiver, other than Ceedee Lamb. Um, so right. who else? One yeah. player that they have that I'm really excited every time he gets the ball is um, he's their um, kick receiver Turbin. So oh, okay. Turbin was in he was the USFL that just happened in the springtime MVP, and then he went okay. to the Cowboys, and then his first play in the preseason. Runs it back 99 yards, and he's got like oh, yeah. three of those in, or a couple of those in preseason, and a couple big moments in the regular season. It's and he's he's really little. He's like 189 pounds. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. His name's last name's Turvin, and then Turbin. Trayvon Diggs. Everyone, I like Trayvon Diggs. 
Diggs yeah. is doing good. Yeah. He's doing okay. He's good. Uh, and then, I mean, that that's it for week three. But week four, we had the Dolphins-Bangles game. Bengals so winning against the Dolphins, man. Yep. Bengals good doing good. Uh, like you said, Joey B dropping 20 points for us. And fantasy. And yep. fantasy. Uh, that's nice. Not not points in the game, but fantasy points. Standard PPR ESPN. You know, he got us 20. Got us 20 points. That was nice. Needed it. Joey B. Joey B out here doing the damn thing. First Again. game of the week. And then the rest for the for the rest of the week, we got Viking Saints, Seahawks. Uh, so oh. Let's uh, say who we think is going to win each okay. of these games. Okay. And then we'll I, just I'll go say past. It, I, I'll say it who it is, and then you guys say it, and gotcha. then I'll say. Okay, okay, okay. So we got Vikings Saints. Vikings. I got Vikings. I got Vikings too. We got Seahawks Lions. 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 I say Lions too. Even though even though Gino's doing good and the Seahawks were looking okay, they lost last week. Anyone, I think they're losing this week too. Anyone can win that, but Lions for me. Lions are a better team. They DeAndre Swift is out though. Yeah. yeah. But, but Jamal Williams. I was gonna is say doing Jamal Williams well. doing pretty good, picking up the slack. Uh Jets, Steelers. That mm. one's a coin flip, but oh, I'm really outdoing Steelers. I would lean. I'm leaning Steelers because of overall talent, but who knows what Flacco's going to do? I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets win, but really? I would put if I'm putting money on it, I'm going to put money on the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised. Jets yeah. running game isn't doing bad either. Brees Hall's doing okay. Yeah, and I got Michael Carter. My you got Carter. Yeah, mm, I see you. I see you. Bears Giants. Mm. It's kind of our pick. Um, I'm going Giants. I'm going Giants I'm only because go David Sh- Montgomery's out. I'm going Barkley. Yeah, I mean Barkley. Barkley David is going to be good. The, it's going to be the difference in that game. Barkley's going to do more than what Khalil Herbert is capable of. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Even though Herbert did pretty good, he did. He, he is did, a great did backup. Good. You know who's not doing good? Montgomery. Yeah, my, yeah. I trash this year. He's not trash. He gets hurt because he's he's little and he's explosive. Yeah, and he, embr- fuck. he embraces contact. It's like one point a game he fantasy. Gets, he gets way more than one point a game. Hey, David bro, Montgomery, dude, I'll fucking I'm pulling my shit up right he's, now. Dave's dog. got him on his team. I'm trying to trade for him. Yeah, this dude averages like at least ten points a game. I just tried to trade. I'll for I'll fucking him. here. I'm Your scoring must be muffed then. up, brother. No, nah, it's probably bro. just PP, not PPR. PPR, he's Wait, been getting I gotta, a lot of I gotta see what other league. Bullshit re- receptions. What Not bullshit, but... Gotta, what team do I have him on? So, week one, he got eight. Week two, he got 16. And then he got hurt week three right away. He only had three rushes. Yeah, and we he have only got one point one. Yeah. yeah. So, you're referencing... Not doing, not doing the great. Not doing it, the best. <clears throat> through two weeks, he's averaging, like, what? 12. Yeah. All I'm saying that's is great. I benched his ass. Obviously, you have to. He's hurt. If he wasn't hurt, yeah. you wouldn't bench him. I mean... The reason I don't think you... He's a valuable player... Because of the team he's on, Justin Herbert or not Herbert? I'm sorry. Um, the, who's their quarterback's name? I always call him Justin Herbert, like an idiot. oh Justin Fields. See, yeah, I, I always get them conflicted. Justin Fields. Justin Fields is got a lot of struggle, and they committed yeah. to him. Yeah, and they don't have like the most weapons for him. Why well, he didn't so, have time? So because, didn't, but because of that, time. a team that has a, a eh quarterback and the dynamic there do, isn't fruitful for passing the ball. Has to rely on the run. Will that? Will they ever get in the red zone? That's the question mark. Yeah. Because yeah. if they're not good enough to move the ball successfully, but they do run it down their throats because well, they feel like they have to. All I'm saying for a team that is relying on the run, like you're saying, Montgomery's not doing what he should for a team that's relying on the run. Yeah. You know what I mean? If 16 points out of three weeks, like that, and that's your high. Not the best. Like not. He's, imp- he's a not flex. Impressed. He's, he's a like, flex. That's what I was using him as a flex. He was in my flex position too, and it yeah. was just pissing me off. <laughs> like when you have Robinson and fucking Patterson in Montgomery, when Montgomery's getting the more projected points, and then you play like it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. But, so we got Giants. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Facts, I picked the Giants. Giants. Did you pick Giants? Okay. Giants are um, a three points favorite. Oh wow. Mm, yeah. Good to know. Titans. Colts. Titans. 
you think Titans are going? I, they're too they talented. They haven't been doing that good this year, though. They haven't been at all, but they're so talented. I, I it's think kind of a toss Colts, up. Yeah, I want to pick the Colts. The the tight or Colts run defense is pretty damn good. They're gonna shut down Henry Man. And their secondary is pretty damn good. And the Titans defense is I don't think as good. It wasn't as good as last year. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Colts, but I'm that's a toss. That's a toss up. I yeah, I don't uh, want to put ums. any money on that yeah, game. It's a pick <laughs> Miss me with that. <laughs> Chargers, Texans. Chargers. Chargers I, should. I agree. Chargers should win. They this is a must win for them. Yes. Absolutely. If they lose to the Texans. They're down bad. I mean, we lose. lost to the Texans. No, we won. We do, oh, we but we did, barely barely won. won. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. not a good game. Getting mixed up. Browns Falcons. I got Falcons. Mm, that's a coin flip game for me, actually. I want. I, I got Falcons because I want Falcons because I have Marcus Mariota. So. <laughs> Browns have that run committee. That's the di- the deepest run committee in the league. Nick I'm, going Browns. I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. The They're Browns, looking good. The Browns can run down a lot of throats and should get away with it. Brissett's doing pretty good too. He's yeah. not doing terrible. If if they don't blow that crazy lead to the Jets, they're undefeated right now. Mm. So like the Browns are looking decent. Commanders Cowboys. Mm. Cowboys, Cowboys. Yeah, even though, mm. even though, I mean, with the, I don't, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, there's that one's a that one's a coin flip one's for a me. Coin flip I too. can't even say because every time I think of whose talent narrative wins, it's kind of it's very neutral. We you gotta know? pick one. Gun to my head, mm, Dallas. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, Jaguars Eagles gonna be a this game. Gonna be this is gonna be a good, good game. ass game, dude. Good oh game. man, must see TV. But yeah. I got I got Eags. I got Eags. It's at Eagles. Uh, I don't know who to pick for this. Eagles one, are man. favored by six and a half points. Well, damn. I might pick the spread. And Doug Peterson's going going against home. his fo- former team. Going home. I believe it's in Philly. I'm oh in Philly. I probably pick that's, Eagles. I'm, I'm picking Eagles. Philly, that's a dangerous fan. Fan group, yes, Eesh. yeah. I'm picking cutthroat. I'm picking Eagles, but yeah, Jacksonville same. could easily win that game. They I'm could. probably rooting for Jacksonville, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they win it. If you can beat the only undefeated team in the league as the Jaguars, that's like a big win. That's the yeah, one of the biggest. Yeah, Bills Ravens. Ooh, yeah, this is a great game too. Ravens. I'm calling Ravens. I'm yeah. calling Ravens. Ooh. Because until Lamar and, until Mar- Lamar stumbles, I have no reason to believe he won't. But He's going against the best defense in the league. I was going to say, yeah, the, the Bills I'm not have a even, better defense. I'm not even playing them this week, and this might be the second time this year that I've done that and regretted it, but I can't play, even though I have the best or one of the best defenses on fantasy Bills, I can't play them going against a power offense. You know? Yeah, I, I think the Bills are going to pull this out. I think the Bills are going to pull this out because the Ravens' defense isn't that great. Yep. Um, and I think the Buffs... But Buffalo's defense is really good. They it's are really good. so. I think I think Buffalo's going to pull this out. But I think so too. If, you know, Lamar's going to do Lamar things. They got Von Miller, so like they do have Von Lamar. Miller can contain Lamar as he's, best as best as anyone can do it. He's that basically side, that side is covered. That's yeah, yeah exactly. That side's covered. Yeah, you know. But so. all things considered, who that's another one where it's like I could take a nap and wake up and. I could read that like such and such final score was like forty two to ten, what are the odds and on wouldn't that? be shocked no matter what teams it was. Um, I don't know about money line, but Buffalo's favored by three points. They should okay. be. They're yeah. the favorite team in the league. I would still say. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I put, I think the Bills are going to win, um, but I think it's going to be a close game. And if Ravens won, I would not be so. I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked either. How about Cardinals who, Panthers? Who, who do you got? Oh, I I pick Bills. Bills. Yeah, okay, Bills. okay. Yeah, I pick Bills. My bad. Yeah, you're good. Cards you're good. Panthers. Cards Pans. I think Kyler Murray's gonna has to figure it out by now. Yeah, I'd probably it's a must win. 
I'd probably put my money on the Cardinals, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Panthers win. But I'm yeah. picking the Cardinals, Cardinals too. Broncos Raiders. I mean, you guys already know who I'm picking. Yeah, I'm picking Broncos too. Broncos I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm really not. I, the only reason I think that the Raiders are going to do it is, and I don't want them to. I think all AFC West teams mutually hate the Raiders more. Do you? You yeah. think the Raiders? All I heard is he thinks the Raiders are going to win. You, you didn't let me explain <laughs> why, and I, I had to explain that I don't want them to win. I want the Raiders to go zero and seventeen every Damn. year. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't wish that upon the Chargers or the Broncos. I wish that upon the Raiders. The Raiders are easily the most hated team in the <laughs> division. That's like, what I'm uh, saying. Like every we, single one of our teams in the division hates the Raiders the most. Yeah, the Raiders, like dude. like the Chiefs. Like if you notice, like when the Chiefs and the Broncos play, like especially back when Von Miller was there, like him and Travis Kelsey and all of them would kind of like chop up. Like Pat Mahomes is cool with Von Miller because they both have the common Texan theme. So like. They, like our teams respect each other because mm-hmm. we respect what our teams are. We don't we don't respect the Raiders, <laughs> but they're averaging more points than the Broncos, and the Broncos haven't yeah, haven't you're, proven to me that their offense knows what the fuck. So they're you're doing. picking the Raiders just because they're averaging more points. Okay. But I want them to lose. So put, let it let it be known. I want the Broncos to win. Vegas agrees with you because Raiders are favored by two and a half points. Whoa. Yeah. It's because they're scoring more points consistently. That's the points. only reason. Our, but your defense is the realest defense they will have seen. Our our offense is. Booty. Booty, and that is why the Raiders cheeks. are favored. I might put money line on the Broncos. We'll see, they're or maybe the spread because I think they'll win, at least win by. If they're gonna win, it's gonna be at, at least what, by three points. Where is it at? Is it at minus two? And, oh, it's at Raiders. Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, those are like halfway fans anyway. Game. I mean, yeah. Oh, facts. Those fans. are tourists. Yeah, exactly. Those are all tourists. Yeah, but that stadium's fire though. Mm. Well, okay, fire. like with a, without tangenting too bad. I think that's the coolest new stadium. I like that stadium sure. more than I, I like sick, it more dude. than it's SoFi. Sick. But yeah. SoFi number two for sure. Yeah, SoFi's lit. But yeah, I'd say Raiders is probably that the is, coolest. That that stadium is wicked. It's, it's yeah. one of the newest. Yeah. Patriots Packers. Packers because Mac Packers, Jones Packers. is hurt. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, you, didn't, hurt? you didn't see that? Okay, so at the end of the game, he has, a, he has a high ankle sprain. Oh, at the end yikes. of the game, he was being helped off the field. No that. one noticed, and he was grimacing in pain. Yeah, There's no way that that man was not. Yeah, Packers. There's no way he plays. Packers are favored by nine and a half points. Oh, man. Yeah, Holy so shit. pretty big favorites. <laughs> Holy shit. Chiefs, Bucks. This is toss up. Um, so if we going to be a great game, if Bucks we, are doing if, their defense is doing their defense is naughty. But if we play to the potential that we should, like I think that the like it's not this isn't a comparison of blueprints, but I honestly think that the Chargers are a better team than the Bucks this year. Okay, top to bottom, and we managed to squeeze by the Chargers. Squeeze. We were a ninety-nine yard pick six away from losing that game. So okay. the, all things considered, I think we have more than enough to do it. Brady's been eating dick this whole season. He has been. Dude. He's thrown like two touchdowns, and one was to like been doing terrible. They, one was like you know what I'm saying, like a bubble where homie took off. Yeah. And then the other one was like to like Perryman, like over the shoulder, which was impressive as hell. Yeah. So other than that, he has not been doing well. Brady, no Gronk. Ain't our defense, the best. our defense is hitting right now, coming off of the Colts game. What we did to Matt Ryan and. The the buck or the Bucks don't have Ryan Jensen. They're yeah. long like long snap or starting center. So mm-hmm. shout yeah. out CSUP Ryan Jensen. You already know he's hurt. But so that like all these things considered are working against Brady and potentially working for the Chiefs. If I had to bet, we're probably like what plus one and a half. Uh, it's even right now. Even spread. There's no. Wow. It's in Minus Tampa. Yeah, it's so in Tampa. I I kind of started um, talking about this earlier. So for those who don't know, because of Hurricane don't Ian, there was not a certainty about the conditions of Tampa Bay due to Hurricane Ian. So 
they came up with the backup plan that was announced formally that in the event that Hurricane Ian prevents the game from taking place in Tampa, the show must go on, it was going to take place at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. Minnesota. Because in a weird way, not in a weird way, but in a logical way, they had to address the fans as closely adjacent to the fans <laughs> to like Florida. And that's as close as they could kind of get. It. That's East Coast, you know? So it's... <laughs> <laughs> so like the hurricane yeah. is not coming to Minnesota, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm glad that I mean, first of all, like pray for Florida and all these people who are being adversely affected by these fucking hurricanes. I just imagine the owner of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's like, I don't know, just go as far fuck away from this hurricane as we can fucking get. No, no, here's, here's, here's what he was saying. He's like, dude, we built a boat in the stadium. Yeah, we're fucking fine. We have a boat, my guy. But no, I'm. I'm glad it's going to take place in Tampa. It would have been advantageous for the Chiefs' sake to take place in U.S. Bank because I think Minnesota could have equally as many Chiefs fans as Buck yeah, fans. It's the and Midwest. No one who's dealing with a hurricane right now is going to be like, oh, I'm going to Minnesota to catch a game while my house fucking floats away. Yeah. So <laughs> all those things considered, I'm so glad. So we, we know. Oh, go ahead. I'm just, glad. I'm just glad it's taking place in Tampa and everyone was safe. Yeah. We know you're going for the Chiefs easily. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's toss up. I think the Bucks are gonna take it because their defense, I think Tom Brady, he he is bulletin board material. He is Michael Jordan of I'm gonna find something and I think going against Mahomes, I think he's this is really gonna motivate him. He to, needs this. Like he yeah, so I think he really he's really motivated motivated by it. Um and I think the fans are gonna be really motivated because they need the win more than anyone. Like if your house is fucking destroyed like winning a the football morale, game yeah. is going to make you feel better. I know that sounds stupid as this fuck. This is like the Saints Super Bowl in a weird backhanded way. Kind of, yeah. And so I think the fans are going to be super excited and super pumped up. Um, I think it's going to be electric. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. I don't really care who wins or loses. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I see you. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't care who loses. I don't know. I will say the odds are in more favor for the Bucks. One better defense two tom brady has something to prove beating out the chiefs three fuck what was my third one? Oh, god damn it i lost it you just i was all trying to make it all epic all i know is you, you <laughs> called, I fucking forgot you called my team the chiefs <laughs> <laughs> you're the thieves bro you'd be still in the division all right no nah, but i i think the bucks are gonna take it out i just think they they have more they have a better defense um Fuck! I was trying to think of my third reason. I had such a good third reason. It's gone. The it hurricane. doesn't matter. The, the hurricane. hurricane. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. They, have, they, they um, they have something to prove, bro. They, they, they were supposed to fucking play in Tampa. They're like, we're not playing in Tampa, or maybe they are now. They are now. They, they, they are now. It's official. It's official. The yeah. only reason. Okay. They, okay. they didn't know. So in days prior, when it was up in the air, what the hurricane was going to do, okay. they had to have the backup plan, and the backup plan, I don't know if they well, released it or leaked. Still, the hurricane just happened, they're but like, it's bitch, in the Tampa. hurricane just happened, we're in Tampa, we have to win this. We just went through a hurricane, we have to win. So, I'm going to pick them. You but know, I would not be the least surprised if the Chiefs destroy the fuck out of them and Tom Brady does shitty. Exactly. Like, yeah. I would not be the least surprised. Yeah, it's like, uh, a yeah. super toss-up. It is. Hy- it I is. mean, hypothetically, again, I, I say this metric all the damn time, it doesn't really mean much, but the key to beating Mahomes, on average, is putting up like 29 points. He averages like 26, 27 on his career-ish. You know what I'm saying? High-scoring offenses, because let's think about it. We're kind of the Mahomes show for the most part. Like, we need him to go off. 
yeah. or else we very rarely win. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all things considered, it's going to be a good game. I wouldn't be shocked if we lose. I wouldn't be shocked if we were winning by a huge margin and the game ended by like three points because mm-hmm. we'll take our fucking foot off the gas pedal. It's what we do. It is what it is. But I don't mm-hmm. know. We're coming It'll together. Be it's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm, I'm excited and I'm glad I get to see it on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we have bad matchups, like I didn't watch the Giants-Cowboys game because I was like, who gives a fuck? Same. But like <laughs> Chiefs-Buccaneers. I had to watch it because uh, I had the defense, uh, oh, Cowboys okay. defense, and I needed them to fucking, I, they had to get over four points for me to win. Gotcha. And they got like fucking 12 or something. Nice. So, Cool. All right, let's go over this last game, though, because we've been kind of talking about NFL for a while. Yeah. Rams, 49ers. Who's winning? Rams. 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 I, I got the Rams, too. The 49ers lost to us, the Broncos, that are have no fucking offense. I can only imagine what Cooper Cup's going to do. These Rams days. are the underdog, believe it or not. Any wow. given, hold on. Any given Sunday. If this was the playoffs, I would almost bet on Jimmy G. Well, and these divisional games, bro, anything is possible. Yeah, like They go so possible. hard against your divisional opponent, bro. Like. I, I think I'm not going to bet against divisional opponents whenever teams go against their divisional opponents because they go hard as fuck. Even if a team is like 1-12, one in, one in they're still going to try their ass off. Yep. Okay. I like it. We got a good a good week coming up. What's your uh, record in fantasy, Winston? Um, it's 0-3. What about um, you, Dave? 2-1. and one. I am 2-1 and one in one league, 2-1 um, and one in my other league, and 0-3. and three. On my other, remember, remember that. Remember my two teams we were talking about. Which yeah, one was yeah. better? The better team that you guys thought is zero and three right now. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's because of close games, dude. It's you close said, bullshit games. You said my team was the best out of all three of them. I think. But hold on, hey, no, yeah, 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 then I'm zero and three too. You got to compare which teams have scored the most. Because if the zero and three team is averaging the most points, then the strength. Oh well, <laughs> in the event that that was true, it would reflect strength of schedule. Yeah, strength of schedule. I yeah, have. I, see you. I have my strength of schedule is like the best. I've gone oh. against the best teams. And I so he that's has, why I'm he's had three. the most combined Winston. points scored against. Yeah, so I'm going against Dave this week, though. So hopefully, I can pull out that dub. Get the dub. Now, I feel like we should talk about our first uh, furry sport champ yep. that you sent, Winston. Do you want to take it, take the floor? So there was a a clip on Sports Center where there's this dog Great named on. Winston. That was going the fuck in, bro. Going in, dude. 100-meter dash in, like, less than six seconds. Dude, crazy, bro. <laughs> dude, Winston is an official sport champ. Winston the dog. First domesticated first, sport first, champ. Yeah, the first domesticated sport First champ. four-legged sport champ. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. I wish we could pull up a picture, but if you guys just go check out Winston the dog. Killing it in the races, bro. Yep. Winning medals. Cashing checks. I feel bad for whoever... When that, that puppy retires from racing, and then someone's going to be like the home, I feel bad for whoever's responsible for trying you to catch to that do, dog. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to no. give it like a like 300 acre like plot because if not, its curiosity is going to get the best of it, and you are not catching that dog. It sees any white thing moving, it's Here. booking. It's eating said thing. Yes. Because it's going to be as faster, faster. Yes. That no. thing had to have been going over 40 miles an hour. Oh, dude. Fucking, that was insane. I. Its I legs were moving believe. faster than it's my, my so fast, at sixty bro. frames. You you can't see the stride. It's so fast. They put it in slow mo, bro. And then yeah, oh my god. It said right here. This is from a day ago. Winston finished second with an average of five seconds for thirty four miles an hour. Oh my god. On a hundred yard dash. Who the fuck is first? It doesn't <laughs> even matter, dude. Winston won in our book. <laughs> yeah, I mean fuck second place is pretty good. We'll take it. 
Ray has earned a reward even greater than the internet fame, at least for the dog. He got sardines, cheese, and steak for dinner for his oh victory. That's what, that's what Yahoo earned said. Earned it. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, that's our first furry four-legged sport champ. Now, uh, should we talk about fights? Yes, sir. sir. Now it's time to talk MMA. Let's so, talk fights, man. Should we start with... Uh, let's, talk, let's start with the shorter ones like that one. we know about, like one and Bellator. So, Okay, I, I haven't pulled up. I haven't got. So let's that. talk one championship. Let's talk one championship. I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with one championship that listen to this, um, all ten of you. But you know, one is a fighting <laughs> is a fighting championship out of Singapore. Yep, and um, they're actually Singapore. the biggest in the world uh, by view. If you go if you go off of that, I mean, biggest in in America. If you consider. UFC, um, miles of global, market share, global, the amount yeah. of miles of market share that they hold, they're shitting on all other Everybody. MMA organizations because they own Asia. It's not it's even close. The Asian market, yeah, they have that whole market. Um, so let's go over. I got the card right here on okay, my phone. You go ahead and go over. So this one. again, I'm just going to be 100% transparent and I'm not familiar with all of these fighters because they're fighting. They have so many. Not only do they have MMA fights, which is like what I'm most enthusiastic about. They have Thai boxing bouts where sometimes they're wearing regular boxing gloves, sometimes they're wearing MMA gloves, and that's basically an MMA fight where you're just not allowed to go to the ground. It's like mm. no holds barred. You can like you can do a lot of clinch work. It's crazy. And those dudes like like Rod Tang, like oh my god, that man has no one can drop him. But that's irrelevant. But so they also have grappling submission um, competitions, and all these things have weight classes, belts, like the whole nine. So there's a lot. I mean, I don't know damn near any of these fighters. So I'm just going to go over a couple of the main fights, like the top three. Got so you. The main fight, it's the Strawweight World Championship. And I don't know how to pronounce her name, but her last name is Jing Nain. And she's going up against Angela Lee. So Angela Lee is like one of the like most like internally groomed products that the 1FC has had to their disposal, as well as the rest of the Lee family. So like all of really like her bro- all her brothers have like wins or belts, and then like she has a seventeen year old sister who's two and zero in one FC. Like mm-hmm. the whole, it's a family affair. Like they get it, and they're Hawaiian. All of them. They're Hawaiian. They've got that like culture. You know what I'm saying? That that island fever where you fight for fun or whatever it is. Like they they kill it. So this is the third time they've fought. They're one and one each. They orig- I'm I get confused with who won which bout, but. They're right now. Angelo lost the last. So Jing, yeah, Jing Ning is going down in weight, if I'm not mistaken, to yes. fight Angela Lee at her native weight because in their yes. their first fight, I want to say Lee they, went up. Yeah, so she went up. So now this is kind of like okay, we're gonna uh, reverse the roles and see how it, it plays out. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Jing Ning's nickname is the Punching Panda. Yep, you were correct. And when you watch her highlights, uh, no. So when you watch her highlights, that's that's what it is. Like homegirl looks like she's at a, like an aerobic swimming class, and like her opponent's face is the water. Like I don't know what to tell you. She just she's definitely a punching panda. Yeah. So yeah. she she goes the fuck in. This she actually has finishes too. Oh yeah. So this is huge. Like this in one FC. This fight is like one of the most anticipated. Like this is the Juliana Pena, um, Amanda Nunes trilogy for Easily. for them. So oh, yeah. And it's for like I've, if I'm not mistaken, the winner of this will then have two belts because when Angela Lee went up, she didn't retain or she didn't win Homegirl's belt. Mm-hmm. And so now Homegirl's going I guess never mind. If Jing Nain wins Panda then she has she two, will be double champ. Exactly. But 
This is huge. I'm super duper enthusiastic about this bout. It's taking place on um, Amazon Prime. It's one FC two on Amazon Prime. It's kind of confusing when you yeah. have to put like o one and, and e. two, yeah. Because the first one was one FC one on Prime, and it was like <laughs> when you looked it up, you just felt like you were wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> UFC one twenty five, like it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so terrible but, marketing. But you can tell they're European or Asian or whatever they are. <laughs> like they said, European first. It makes it great. So that that main event will be huge. Angela Lee, I got her winning. I think we all I got do. her winning. I can't see her losing in that division. Um, but and, yeah, man. And then when you go to the co-main, it is a flyweight submission grappling world championship, and it's um, his name's. I'm not familiar with these before, so forgive me. I'm surely butchering their names. This dude's from the United States, so it's Mikey Muzumechi. It's oh, in, yeah. I forgot this is happening. So he's then, one of the better jiu-jitsu uh, practitioners. And then Brazil's um, Claybar Sosa. So Mikey was giving an interview recently. Um, they're just, like, preparing for the fight, like, what he thinks of the potential of being a champion or moving forward in his career. And he said that he would love if they could convince Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson to do a grappling submission bout with him because they did the, the interesting Mikey bout with would destroy him. Because Demetrius did the Rod Tang, um, like, cross MMA, cross tie boxing thing, where it was, like, one of other rounds. So he said he has, wants nothing to do with an MMA fight, but he would love to do that, and he said it would be an honor. So it was. He a, would go the second round boxing? No. He, the, just the, one grapple? He would just want to grapple? He would just want to grapple exclusively. Ah. But... I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, why not? That doesn't. If, hurt. I, would, if I was a fish, I would want to fucking race and, a weasel in the water too. And like, think about it: you could, you're not, gonna throw, fair. sprinkle that onto a card that's gonna have other MMA bouts. That's that's not gonna be the main event, assumingly. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he DJ's gonna be able to like take that bout, win, lose, draw, and then he's not. I don't gonna, know. I don't like it though. I don't like it. I, I doesn't. I'm not gonna pay to tune into it just for that. Nah. But I don't think it hurts. I don't know. I just. Mm. But yeah, those are the two main bouts from this this card that I'm looking forward to. Mm, there's more. It. There's quite a few more, but I'm not familiar with any of these fighters. Um, coming up soon, John Lineker's um, defending his belt in a couple yep. of weeks. That I'm looking That's forward be to. A good one. Must see TV. John hands a stone. Lineker. He's doing good in one. That's yeah. one person that's doing good in one. That hydration shit really helped him. Yeah, fucking a. I wonder how their testing is too. Um, let's go. Let's talk about this Bellator card, though. Okay. This Bellator card, we have one. If you're the- watching this Saturday, it's tonight, um, October first. Um, Pitbull versus Borix, Bellator two eighty six. This is hands down the deepest card this weekend. It's deep. It's deep. Um, I'm just gonna read off names of this undercard. Yeah, I'm scrolling and then to try just to find go it. through the main card and we'll actually talk about it. Um, I have odds on this right here. So we have Weber Almeida versus Ryan Lilly. We have Bobby Serrano the third versus Miguel Piembert. We have Sumiko Anaba versus Nadine Mandio. We have Lance Gibson Jr. versus Dominic Clark. We have JJ Wilson versus Vladimir Tokov. Keone Diggs versus Ricardo Segzas. And then we have Had Zamorat Bestiev versus uh, Khalid Murtazaliev. Then we have Richard Palencia versus CJ Hamilton, Matt Hamill versus, or Mike Hamill, not Matt Hamill, excuse me, <laughs> Mike Hamill versus Max Roskopov, or Ro- Roskov. 
Um, and then Islam Mamedov versus Nick Brown. That's the whole undercard. I believe Islam Mamedov um, is a part of the Dagestani fight team. Yeah, yeah. So just I, killers. He's a, ass, if I'm not mistaken, he's gonna win. Assume Islam's so gonna win. That's he's what minus, I want to say. He's minus two seventy as he, of the post the of this. Big, not this, the biggest favorite. But. And then his opponent Nick Brown is plus two twenty. Mm. So I mean, I would honestly parlay but, up Islam if I was you guys. The one, two, three. The the top four bouts. All our must-watch TV. Must-watch. Yes. I mean, this is Be- some of Bellator's best products the on best one card. Date. I don't know how they yeah. managed. So, first of all... Juan Archuleta versus Enrique Barzola. So, Enrique Barzola is, is like a scrapper. Their odds are even minus 110. Ooh. He's just been a dude who just... He gets wins. He's he's relevant in Bellator. Archuleta coming off a loss, too. Now, Archuleta trains with um, Duke Rufus and T- um, TJ Dillashaw. He used to be champion. He was the champion. He was the champion. He lost to Pettis. Mm-hmm. Sergio. Shout out, Sergio. Hopefully, you recover soon. Right after that, Aaron Pico, Jeremy kennedy fucking aaron pico. welcome back aaron pico aaron pico is minus 575 Ugh, yeah definitely don't, parlay I, yeah up. don't bet just don't exclusively bet on him no and then jeremy kennedy plus 425 i think the thing about aaron pico he's assumed to win every fight until he gets punched in the face <laughs> until he gets dropped because that's how he every fight he's ever won he just embarrasses his opponents or he gets like big brother to knock the fuck out Knocked there's out. like no yeah. in between but aaron pico is like such a good product for Bellator. I have so much faith that he will be a champion one day. It's just he's he's too good, young, and he's too like he just he needs to take tune fights for a minute. Do mm. like I don't know. I just think Bellator is learning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're we're seeing Patty Pimlet. Like they're learning. Like we they learn like we can't give Patty Pimlet too high of a dude because Fuck we need no. we need to take advantage of his momentum. So I want Aaron Pico to win that. He's a fucking beast. Right after that, AJ McKee, Spike Carlisle. This is an AJ McKee fighting at a new weight class. Lightweight, he went up. And went he's up. minus 440, as he should be. That's another person that I would say parlay up for sure. That's so, a parlay pick right there. I think Spike Carlisle is a great fighter. He used to be in the UFC. Yep. I don't think he's winning this fight. So I don't think he's beating AJ McKee. So all these things combined, I think that, um, I don't know. I feel like... I have to segue the next fight in because I have a detail about the AJ McKee fight that I think is pertinent to the next fight. So the next fight, the main event is Patrice Pitbull, the champion, the guy who took his belt back from AJ McKee. In my opinion, he fucking didn't, but whatever. But whatever. Whatever. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm not a judge. It <laughs> I thought AJ won too. So th- that being said, um, he's facing Adam Borix, who's a absolute monster, and could, could definitely win. That's not mm-hmm. that's not a gimme fight at all. I can't. The I'm odds are minus 150 Pibble, plus 125 Adam Borg. I would be shocked if those stay that. I would be kind of shocked too. So, but that being said, here's the narrative that if I'm Bellator, and I always like to play this game of like, if I'm in a puppeteer of odds and the things for marketing purposes that I could have go my way, you have AJ McKee wins by devastating fashion, mm. has cuts a fire promo, and then Pitbull wins by devastating fashion, and then you get some Pitbull team and aj team interaction because now aj is going to want to come and beat up homie's little brother he's going to want to take yeah. that, that i mean he's already got an opponent so that's not that's beside the point he's going to have to hope that homie wins but that's a narrative that they would love to push aj mckee's one of the best too he's the best product i think he is the best product in bellator and maybe the best product to come out of bellator moving forward his loss his loss was cosmetic but i i just this card is bananas bananas card dude bananas fucking card it, honestly, it's a better card up from top to bottom than the UFC. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go over this UFC fight night. We got Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Zionan. You got Zionan. Mackenzie Dern is top 
I would say top three most beautiful f- uh, female fighters. Shoot your shot, dude. Tell her. No, she has a baby. Oh. Like. Shoot your shot still, dude. The camera's right there. Mackenzie Dern. If you ever, ever want to practice your triangles, as long as you don't fucking kill me, I'll be your triangle dummy. Ooh, I like it, man. Let's go over these let's go over these fights. We got Randy Costa taking on Guido Canetti. Um that's the first fight in the prelims. That's at Bantamweight. Right after that we got Julia Storlorenko fighting Chelsea Chandler. Storlorenko coming off of a finish, a, a choke out. Choked this chick out, dude, in her last fight. Who was that, too? It was someone I knew, too. I forgot who it was, though. Oh, yeah. Jessica Rose Clark. <laughs> we lost a parlay because of that chick. <laughs> yep. Lovely I remember that. that. I remember that. All right. Right after that fight, we got Maxim Grishin taking on Philippe uh, Linz. Don't know either of those men. They're fighting in the light heavyweight. That should be a banger, though. Holy shit. Maxim Grishin, 32 wins and nine losses. This guy is experienced. Mm-hmm. 32 and 9. Like, damn. And he's fighting Philippe Lins, who's 15 and 5. That's crazy. He has more than double of his wins. That's so crazy. All right. We have uh, Christoph Jotko fighting Brendan Allen. I got Jotko in this one. Jotko, I think, is just going to be too much for Brendan Allen. Um, Brendan Allen, good fighter, though. Brendan Allen, good fighter. But I would take probably either Jotko by decision or um, maybe the over two and a half. You never know, though. It's a fight. It's a fight. Right after that, we got Jesse Ronson taking on Joaquim Silva. Um, I don't have a winner for this one because I don't know too much. I've seen Joaquim fight. I haven't seen Ronson fight, I don't think. Right after that, the main prelim fight is Alir Latifi taking on Alexi Olenek. Now, that's a fight to look at. Okay, we got an Alexi Olenek 60 and 16. This is like a 45-year-old man who will hug you unconscious with an Ezekiel choke. Yeah. Literally like hug you unconscious. Unconscious. This man has big, like he's got, um, like the big brother choke, like wins where you're just squeezing someone's head. You're, there's no technique involved, just torque. I got Olenek winning this one, um, but I also can see this one completely going the distance. Like, yeah, like just kind of neutralizing each other. Latifi has power though. Latifi can put him out. I, I haven't seen Latifi put someone out in a long time though. So I see this one going the distance. Let's move on to this main card. The first fight of the main card, we got Mike Davis taking on v, uh, Vyacheslav Borshev. Don't know either of these gentlemen. They're fighting at the lightweight division. First fight on the main card. Right after that, we got John Castaneda taking on Daniel Santos. I have seen both of these guys fight. I would probably say John Castaneda is taking this one. Could be wrong, though. You never know. It's a fight, man. It's a fight. Right after that, we got Sadiq Youssef being one of the bigger um, favorites on the card taking on Don Shanus. Sadiq would probably be a nice parlay piece for you guys. Uh, I mean, the dude's he, coming off of he's minus twelve hundred, bro. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, don't put him in your parlay. You said That's... heavily favorite, and I was like, yeah, he is <laughs> very heavy. May honestly, what are the odds for that to not go the distance, um, or maybe Sadiq inside the distance, like Sadiq by submission or KO? Uh, to not go the distance minus two ten makes sense. You might want to honestly parlay that up. That's a good parlay piece right there for Sadiq Yusuf and. Uh, Sadiq is Darn. minus 150 for KO. Such TKO. Mm, that's not bad. That's not bad. What about double chance? Does it give you double chance odds? It does. Yeah, tell me that. That's probably like a minus 200. Um, I could see it. Maybe that would be a parlay piece. 850. 
a minus eight fifty. <laughs> yeah. On on a on a <laughs> inside the distance, you see. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, on uh yeah by TKO. How are the how is it, How is the fight prop for it to not go the distance a minus two hundred? Then that doesn't even make sense. That's this so is, crazy. So this is or on points. Wow. Oh, oh, and it had points yeah, too. Yeah, submission oh, okay. as okay. well. You want? I was just submission? saying submission and knockout. Oh, okay, but that's minus uh, two hundred. My bad. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. Called it. All right. That's not bad. That's a good pickup too, guys. Yeah. That's a good pickup. Uh, maybe have that a parlay piece with one other leg. That's that's something to do. Like minus two hundreds on a, on something like that. Pick one more leg that's like around minus two hundred or something. You'll yeah. get good odds on that. Minus two hundred is a good bet. It is. It's a great bet. It's a great bet. A great fight. Right after that, we have Rioni Barcelos taking on Trevin Jones. I got Barcelos winning this one, but this is another fight that you definitely want to throw your money on not going the distance. Barcelos, I'm pretty sure he's coming off of like uh the last seven of his eight wins were by finish, I think, or something. Here, let's double check. His last fight, he lost a decision. Fight before that, he lost a decision. I might be wrong. And then he won a decision before that. So I get, okay, okay, maybe maybe I'm fucking wrong, dude. <laughs> His only KO was back in 2019 that I can see. It was in the second round of Carlos Hodgson. But he also submitted Chris Gutierrez, knocked out Kerr Holabaugh. He has some finishes. He has some finishes. But Trevin Jones is known to not go the distance as well. Let's check out his last fights. Uh, he got he got beat by uh, Javid Basharat in his last fight. That was really re- – or no, that wasn't. That was in March. I'm tripping. That was his only fight in the UFC. Hmm. Well, maybe not take that one <laughs> inside the distance. I honestly – I just think I, being at Bantamweight, we see a lot of Bantamweight fights. Freaking – they're crazy. Bantamweight fights are really fun to watch. If you guys haven't seen one, check out Rioni Barcelos taking on Trevin Jones. Co-main event, we got Randy Brown coming back facing Francisco Trinaldo. I don't really know who to pick for this one. Both are fighters that I've seen. Both are really good fighters. Don't know who's going to win, though. Better on the ground, I'd probably say Trinaldo, but I think Randy Brown has better pressure. Who would you pick, Dave? Mm, who you got? Randy Trinaldo, Trinaldo? Trinaldo, I would say, is definitely better on the ground, yeah. but not not by like a, like a backhanded margin. Yeah. But, I mean... This is a like without even being disrespectful to the card. This there's a lot of fighters on this card that I'm not familiar with. So there's a lot of pick 'em fights because I don't know these people. You don't know Randy Brown? No, I know Randy Brown and Francisco Trinaldo. But leading up to this, maybe Barcelos Jones didn't know those guys. No, they weren't too mm, familiar to me. But the greatest part about going into these cards with no expectations, those are the cards where you get like TKO City. Yeah, facts, man. Those are the facts. cards you have low expectations, and then when you get great fights, you're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. How did the UFC pull that off? Oh, wait, throw the UFC. Winston, <laughs> what are the odds for Randy Brown, Trinaldo to not go the distance? Um, Let's check this out. Oh, I'm curious because these guys are some guys to not go the distance. But Randy these are, Brown? Uh, so Randy Brown versus Trinaldo, okay. the whole, the, just the fight prop to not go the distance. I'm just curious on what that would uh, be. Minus 110. Wow. So, yeah, so it's a, to- a pick em. It's a pick yep. em for this to not go the distance. All right, maybe stay away from that bet. It's kind of hard to really pick. Gun to my head, I'm probably picking Brown. Same. Um, Trinaldo's just been in it so long. Brown has a lot to prove. I think Brown's coming off of a win as well. Yep, a decision win over Kalen Williams. A decision win over Jared Gooden. And a submission over Alex Oliveira. I think Randy Brown, rude boy, is getting it done. 
He's a minus 340. He got knocked out by Vicente Luque, though. We can't forget that. What'd you say? He's minus 340. Oh, yeah. Maybe Randy Brown's a good parlay piece for you, but honestly, he's he's facing a tough customer. I think Chernaldo's coming off of a few losses, though. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, Sure, use my location. Google. Haters. No, he's coming off of a win. A decision win over Danny Roberts. A decision win over Dwight Grant. And then, uh, oh, okay. And then after the Dwight Grant win, so he's coming off of two wins, but he lost a decision to Muslim Shalikov. In 2020, he knocked out Jay Herbert and beat John McDessie by decision. So he's won his last... He's won his last... Five, he's won his last four out of five. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I mean, he's plus 250. So if you said it's plus a toss-up, maybe Trinaldo's I mean, a decent bet. It would be you know a decent I mean? bet. I would I would money li- maybe money line him, but uh, Randy Brown is hard to... He's really I, good. I would honestly... May, I would probably put money on this to go the distance. I could see it going the distance. Yeah. I could definitely see it. Let's move on to this last fight right after, though. Mackenzie Dern, Jan Jonan. I have a lot of sources saying Jan Jonan can fucking win this fight, man. She is a tough customer for Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie, yeah, the blueprint to beat Mackenzie Dern is out there. It's you have to have a really good wizard, and if you can, um, if you just create distance with your jab, because she or like just threaten with uppercuts, knees, stuff like that. Because let's face it, Mackenzie Dern just wants to feed you to whatever submission she chooses. That's and, her bread and butter. And honestly, now that I'm looking off of it, Shaunan's coming off of two losses. One knockout of Carla Esparza. Carla Esparza knocked her out in two minutes, 58 seconds of the second round. And then Marina Rodriguez beat her in a decision. So I guess we're probably getting to witness the next victim to Mackenzie Dern. I, I, judging off that, I think Mackenzie Dern's definitely taking this. Yan Shaunan beat Claudia Gedalia in a decision. Um, she also beat Carolina Kowakowicz. Coral Kowicz? Kovacavich, yeah, it's really Kovacavich. I, I kind of like Kowakowicz, though. But yeah, it's Kovacavich. Carolina Kovacavich, she beat her in 2020, though. This is 2022. Mm-hmm. You're coming off of a loss against Marina Rodriguez, which is a tough customer. But the big exclamation point for me is you got knocked out by Carla Esparza. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> How the hell did that happen? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I already have Mackenzie Durr parlayed up. I parlayed her up two weeks ago with Anderson Silva mm-hmm. when they announced the Jake Paul fight. Mm-hmm. So I already have a money line bet on Mackenzie Durr. And what's Mackenzie Durr sitting at? Uh, oh, you're like your minus two, 220 or something like She's that. She's another good parlay piece. Yeah, minus sure. 260. Um, I really want to know what her odds are for submission win. Um, cause that's probably a good bet. I'd say plus four, plus 300. For her specifically. For Mackenzie Dern by submission. It's got to be the most, like, favored bet. Yeah, yeah. Minus, uh, one, minus 110. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's actually a, it's a beefy line. That's a that's a, that's not the best Her opponent up. is, um, where does she fight out of? Yan Jonan. Yeah, I think she fights out of China. I don't know. I, I, like, uh, let's see. I don't know the legalities of sports gambling China. in China, but it's if they're allowed to sports gamble, it's possible that she those those, those wages are like persuaded by a heavy like favorite Chinese bet, maybe. But again, I have no idea. Yeah, I, have no idea. I don't know if it's even legal there. Minus yeah, one ten for submission. That's On crazy. Duren. I mean, for me, uh, I mean, no, it's not the craziest. I could kind of see it. I could see she's. I mean, Mackenzie Dern is Mackenzie Dern by points is plus four. Uh, 420. 
I don't see it going the distance. I don't. And then I don't see Mc- this fight going the distance. McKenzie Unless Dern. Jan Jonan kind of shuts down McKenzie. McKenzie Dern by TKO is plus 1,100. There's Whoa. no way that McKenzie Dern is going to, is f- like, what's that, like five, six times or ten times more likely, like minus 100 versus plus 1,000 yeah. to TKO this woman when she is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu master? Hell, what's like, crazy? She is- could do it. She's shown hands in her fighting career. Wouldn't shock me. I just, But then again... It's because the Carlos Barza, that's like a, that might as well be renamed. A, that's a plus $1,100 glass chin bet. That's yeah. what that is. Facts. That's all that is. My thing is, my, the crazy thing is, both of these women uh, are coming off of losses of Marina Rodriguez. Marina has beat both of these women by decision. That girl got some dog in her. She got some dog in her, dude. But, I mean, Nina Nunes got submitted by Mackenzie. Mackenzie retired her. True. I mean, Mackenzie... She's just getting submission after submission and then decision win mixed in there, too. McKen- she has, like, three or four submission wins in the UFC. She has not gotten a knockout TKO win yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's why that that's, that's why, why that line is so, so beefed up. Um, the minus uh, fucking 110 for, for a sub, but then yeah. plus, plus 1,100 <laughs> for a fucking knockout. Like, that's, that's a big fucking difference. So, yeah, I, it would be a good pickup to pick up that minus 110 for submission. I could, I would just put that. I wouldn't even parlay it yeah, up. Yeah, you don't need to parlay it up. minus 110, double your money. Double your money, bro. She gets a submission win. I can see it. Yan Zhaonan, I don't know if she's ever been submitted, though. Let's check. Um, I mean, she submitted her consciousness. She got knocked to, out by Carla Esparza. Yeah, she submitted her consciousness to Carla Esparza. <laughs> she's never been submitted in the UFC. Well, that's about it. She's been in the UFC since 2017. Damn. A lot of decisions. A lot of decisions. So maybe this fight to go to the decision. I don't know. It's minus two ten to not go the distance. Uh, it's because of that's because of the there, I, there's no way that this it's fight. Mackenzie is driving these lines. Minus two ten to not. So they're, they're saying it's twice as likely that someone gets finished, but not by a submission. Oh, almost <laughs> twice. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That, that's I mean, just lines, one of those stats that are yeah. right over my it's head. It's weird. It's weird. But, uh, I mean, that yeah. makes it a good bet if it's... That's, if you that's our it card. That's our card. Um, and speaking of all these sports, should we build our parlay, get out of here? What are we thinking? I got no, like no. two quick things I wanted to say. You touch on those Okay, first of all, um, the PFL, as we've touched base on previously, has a format where they just do... They call it playoffs, where they're fighters. You, you earn your position into the playoffs based on your ranking in the, in the division. And then it's kind of tournament style. They incentivize wins. So if you get a win in the first round, you get like six points. You get a win in the second round, you get like et cetera. You get less. Whoever has the most points at the end of the season fights for the championship. Well, they just announced because there's no shockers because you know who the points leaders are. So they just announced their championship bouts. They're going to have six world title fights at Madison Square Garden on pay-per-view on November 25th. I'm skeptical that that's a bad idea because almost any non-UFC MMA organization that's had pay-per-views has not gotten what they wanted and they've regretted it. Like Bellator did it once, has not done it since. That being said, they're losing money. The fights that they've announced, like there's a lot of if you're not a real MMA purist, you're not going to know these people, but there's some sprinkled in that we've talked like touch base like Kayla Harrison, she's fighting for a like can. her, I think no, she's fighting against someone named Pacheco. Who are, she earned her place there, but she's a can in the scope can, in the scope of competition. So okay. she didn't stumble into that position. But, I mean, but that's impressive, I suppose. Um, what's his name? Aubin Mercier is fighting. Was it Stevie Ray? Isn't that his name? The guy who Stevie beat Ray. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, beat yeah, Pettis yeah. twice, and then the one or um, 
Stevenson's fighting Schlute. That one's not even... That's a prelim. But the one that I wanted to touch base on was um, Shane Burgos' first fight in PFL. Nice. But guess his opponent, it's his first fight in PFL. It's mm. Marlon Marias. Oh, shit. That's that got what announced? I, wow. That's... Okay, that's so, an interesting fight that to be announced. Marlon Marias versus Shane Burgos in the PFL. First post-UFC wow. bouts. Vince. So I got Shane. I got Shane. Same. I got Shane. So I, I wanted to touch base on that. That's really all we know wow. right now. That's Is that a, dope or what? That's dope, dude. That's two old, very high-level UFC fighters Yeah, in pitting yeah. against each other in the PFL now. Yeah, Marlon Marias fought wow. two title bouts, lost both of them, and then uh, um, still he was a title contender, you know what I'm saying? He was relevant. And then Shane Burgos was trending that way. and He, he was just, top he, he five, just, I think. Shane Burgos fought... Top ten. He just fought like mad competition and got like a couple sprinkle losses that really like bombarded his momentum. So mm. he did the damn thing. But um, the only other thing I was wanting to mention, I don't know if you guys even heard this. I heard this today at the airport on the news. That's how like recent it could have been. Mm. Um, allegedly, Tommy Hearn is suing Jake Paul. For, Eddie Hearn or Eddie Hearn? Sorry, I forgive mm-hmm. me. They're um suing Jake Paul for like hundred million plus dollars because on a defamation be- case. Exactly because he alleged that Amanda Serrano. Um, had in his mind, he thinks that she legitimately beat Katie Taylor, and he was um alleging that because um Eddie Hearn's promotion was responsible for like um getting the judges and everything. Fights. He said, yeah, like you were protecting your product. And then another example he cited was Yikes. the the um Usyk fight, the most recent with versus Joshua. He said one of the judges gave Joshua the bout, and I don't know anyone in the room who felt that way. So like he's Jake Paul is speaking to. Like what has plagued boxing for years? It's so political. There's so much money behind closed doors when it comes to boxing. Like there are things that are not written but are negotiated. And to be 100 percent honest, Jake Paul is right. He's, he is kind of right, dude. Uh, now, the, he's kind of right. The, you can't the, do that though. Amanda you can't get sued for 100 million dollars against like, a guy <laughs> who has more money than you could ever dream of. Biggest boxing promoter on the planet. In the planet, he owns the, the owns the United Kingdom dude, for boxing. You're going against. A juggernaut. The juggernaut's lawyers, dog. Like that's not you good. now. I, in in the grand hundred mil. In the grand scheme of things, how does this pan out? I mean, I don't think Jake has a hundred mil to just forfeit in a lawsuit. Fuck no. Does he have a hundred mil of net worth? I'm sure he's getting there. Sure, but I don't think he's gonna give it to homie. But all these things considered, that's um. That's tough. Damn, that's that's tough. Jake Paul's getting sued for a hundred million dollars by by, by like a dude who could buy Dana White and then. Why? What did he do? What did Jake Paul do? He defamation. He, so he alleged that um, on two different scenarios that, and these are things that like we're not trying to like. If you have rose tinted glasses, you won't see where he's coming from. But if you have just basic vision and you watch like the Usyk versus Joshua fight, unanimous decision, Joshua did not win, but like three of twelve rounds type yeah. vibes. Everyone mutually agreed. One judge gave it to Joshua, and they will never. You'll never know why, but there's a lot of scenarios where it's like these judges are taking on like. $35,000 like dinner trips on behalf of like representatives of certain fighters. So it's okay, basically yeah. like, I don't know what was negotiated, but the boxing game is very dirty. It's so yeah. like that happens. Yeah. So it's so like in boxing, if, if, if you're an yeah. undefeated fighter and you're in a remotely competitive fight and you have some form of territorial um, allegiance to one of those judges, which we can never really know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. that, if that ever came out, that's illegal. Fixing fights is illegal. Yeah. But everyone mutually agrees in some of these bouts that's like those scorecards are not like fathomable. These sure, are especially. and these are professional bouts. We rely on those scorecards to determine a winner when someone doesn't finish it on their own. 
And we shouldn't just be throwing darts at a chalkboard with a blindfold on to determine a winner. I mean, I agree, but I think the reason why they might do it is because boxing doesn't have like a really face right now. Jake Paul is the face of boxing. So for boxing as a sport, it's beneficial for Jake Paul to do well. I think we can all kind of agree. Yeah. And so when you have like, when you have this star guy like Mayweather, and then you have like this guy that came out of nowhere, we know that Floyd's marketable. You know, this is just an example. I'm not yeah, insinuating of anything. Of course. Um, and so, like, you, as a boxing, as a sport, you, you have want to, Floyd to win. You need to protect your product. Yeah, which, exactly. That, that, that occurs across almost all organizations. But the thing yeah. that has plagued boxing for years is there's, like, a litany of, like, consecutive lists that you can look up of just, like, botched decisions. Of course. And every single time it was, like, and, like, it's not rocket science. Like, this dude... Like this, the promotion wants their most marketable dude because they get better pay per view numbers. They make the most change off of having an undefeated fighter. I get it. They don't like these losses, but all things considered, like we we as fans deserve better than fights that are just completely wrongly decided. You know what I'm saying? That's and Jake Paul is very warranted in feeling that way. But the problem is, and the reason why this is going to be elevated to court is he was alleging his marketed fighter amanda serrano who went against katie taylor in like the best female boxing bout of all time literally at msg so like she katie taylor won and it was about that him and i agreed no one lost that fight oh wait it wasn't in msg sorry it wasn't i don't think so i thought it was at madness or madison regardless of where it took place it might have been in msg regardless of where it took place the bout was so good i was so like i didn't even know it was happening we just came over to barbecue next thing you know she was so fire i was witnessing just it looked like like a movie like you like couldn't have choreographed a fight so good you know what i'm saying and it just that all things considered amanda serrano could have won katie taylor could have won i don't care who won that because that fight was bananas and jake paul wants to protect his product just like boxing wants to protect their product a lot of people thought serrano took it a lot yeah and i'm he's not wrong for saying that but if he would have been the beneficiary of that and serrano would have been protected as opposed to katie taylor who was the british fighter who he's hypothetically alleging that is Hearn's favorite anyway. He's he's saying Hearn, you're protecting your product. Boxing's fixed. Like he's saying he's fixing fights. That's yeah. the main. Not fixed. Like the, they're allowed to compete, but the the de- like the decisions are he's not not going to get a hundred million dollars from Jake Paul, bro. There's no, no way. No, but he will get. He some, will get. A he good will get some out of court. He'll get like probably five he's got so dude he's got so much money to throw at the fan against jake compared to jake paul that he can do it just to do it just to say i did it jake paul's gonna make a lot of money he's gonna settle from this anderson silva fight he is but i think he's gonna settle on this case he's gonna pay he's gonna pay out eddie very nicely he's gonna have to very he's gonna compete over under over under on I don't, paying, yeah. Over I would say at least a minus two hundred on paying Eddie Hearn out. Well, not a hundred. No, million, I'm talking but... over under for total amount oh, getting paid oh. out. Oh, what they're mm. gonna agree to in a courtroom? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to say. Over bro. under for millions. A hundred for a hundred million. I'm like going it's... over under to uh, twenty million. I mean, I, I'm going under I, under twenty. No, they're gonna mm. they're gonna. I mean, he's not. He might not get a hundred mil because I don't know if he that's has a good, it. That's a good pick. He might he pick. might get well over fifty. And like, uh, there's nah, no way, so. bro. You're just talking shit. Like, I just like no, you don't know. What, like, you don't know who he is. Defamation. Though, he like, antagonized a dude who has bro. so much money. He will just, piss money at lawyers to win so, this case. So the there's nothing is, Jake Paul can do about it because he can't. He cannot come up with the capital to defend against the Hearn. I mean, like, he can take a loan out. Hearn like, is saying that it's damaging his his yeah. legacy and, it, and his and it, it kind of so it Hearn, really is. So like, and in court, they're going to be able to prove that. Yeah. So if you're proving that your defamation is taking away from that boxing business, you're losing the case. But as a social media person, like 
anything he says like that's negative he's hurting the product of said person it can't be defamation though he's not only that he's also implying something that's illegal and as the as a as a promoter you like if he if if the promoter doesn't sue him over this whole ordeal then he looks like he's kind of like an accessory to condoning it you know what i'm saying like it's a, just a shitty situation. So, like, Jake Paul, mess. but Jake Paul's not wrong. He's, he's not, not wrong. He, where he's coming from is so true. He, it's so true. And at the same problem Boxing is, is corrupt. All, like, like, like I wouldn't say, say UFC is corrupt because it's not. They just have incompetent judging a lot of the times. Facts. Their judges, because it's on a boxing fucking scoring system. Yeah, so, like, their judges aren't, like, their judges aren't cherry-picking the winners. Their judges don't know what they're looking at. The boxing has an agenda. There's an agenda to make sure, like, oh, is this remotely close? Well, we're going to give it to so-and-so. Like, you could insinuate, like, this is an example I'm pulling out of my, like, my hat, if you will. Like, I'm saying this as I'm thinking it. When Ben Askren boxed Jake Paul, Jake Paul dropped him very flush. Like, dropped the fuck out of him. He, He fell. Floored him. And he got up, and the ref called it. You couldn't. You could insinuate that there was some implication on behalf of the ref that like he drops one one considerable time. You fucking call it. Yeah. yeah. You can't write that. You can't ever get caught saying that. But in boxing, that has happened. To, you can infer that is happening. Yeah. We want it to end in a KO. So. Well, yeah. It's it's a it's a win win. But was Ben Askren in that moment like completely done and like couldn't continue? He probably could have. He was probably going to get put on his ass seconds later. Seconds later. So I'm not trying to. (laughs) There was no way Ben was going to come back and win that. He got fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? Like they kind of guaranteed. Like they they cherry picked the outcome in the moment. Do I think that that was a just stoppage? Absolutely. But could you see where like the rhetoric I'm implying? Like they wanted to protect Jake Paul. Not that he was even being protected from fucking Ben Askren. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, they're if like, Jake oh, Paul, s- secure the KO, we're good. If Jake Paul can find evidence suggesting that he has, this person has rigged fights, then he probably won't even have the, to settle. The reason that he, he I don't go find the that, reason man. he can't yeah. win is because he's, the, the, the judging is not, it, like, there's a, um, a must scoring system based on, like, strikes, drops, etc. But the, yeah. the awarding of who wins the bout, you, you can have better accuracy, land more strikes. But if the guy on the opposite end lands the one haymaker that wobbles the two of them throughout the whole round. 10-9. Th- exactly. They're instantly going to think that even if he doesn't drop, but everyone can agree, like, he owned every second of that round. But one punch, that's what's yeah. going to happen. That arbitration is one thing that gives us this gray area for them to decide, but it's when we can kind of see, like, okay, Triple G versus Canelo the first fight. Everyone could agree. Man, I'm not going to say that. Let's not disrespect Canelo. I think Triple G won. A lot of people did. They gave it a draw, which gives you a rematch, and neither of them gain a loss in that scenario, which is a marketer's best scenario possible. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that scenario, like, I, I don't think that was a fixed outcome, but I think that was an embellished judgment. So I have a question yeah, for you guys. Go ahead. Um, how would you guys feel about a more, uh, like, every strike is worth, like, a point one? Every, it's like, hard. how would you guys feel about you, that? You can't equivalent it absolutely because there's... then a, Max Holloway would be undefeated. Yeah. Like the, well, no, the but then, and then a knockout or a they, knockdown is worth this many in a, in a takedown. For boxing, it'd be easier than UFC. Well, yeah, boxing is, but, you get dropped, it's one point no matter what. In UFC, that's not even the rule. There's been fights yeah. where dudes got dropped like eight or nine times, 10-9. It's like, what? That dude, like... I don't know. There's there's so it's, much it's so, there's so yeah, much arbitration. I do agree that you want some more consistency to where it's like absolute, but the reason that that can't be like I described is because you can land there's fighters who are volume point fighters who will land 25 punches around and then there's boxers like Deontay Wilder who will land two, but those two are the most significant punches of the whole night. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So how do you wager that as a judge? I don't know. I'm not the guy to say that, but we can all kind of when it's like walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It's probably a duck, but for some reason these judges are calling like geese. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I don't know what to say. It's I just, weird, Jake Paul. Bad move, dude. Bad move. Not the not the not the thing you want to focus on when you're about to fight Anderson Silva. That is true. <laughs> like, this does not add viewership. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I bet it's you we're gonna good. have like it's eight press conferences because this homie needs a bag now. Uh it's it's not looking good for him. Which I mean, Eddie Hearn having to do that, like, come on, Eddie, like, ch- like, chill out a little bit. Bro. Mm-hmm. He's just trying. I think he's just trying to flex. There's. I mean, dude, it's Eddie Hearn. It's Eddie Hearn. Like he. Can you name a bigger boxing promoter right now? You can't. Like, I, I don't even know who Anthony he is. Anthony Joshua, Katie Taylor. Like he's just the biggest boxing promoter out there today. Like. Oh really? So yeah. he put on like Canelo and. He's putting on all. Ah uh, no, that's not. Those are different promotions. He's kind of like the Don King of today, but he's not like championing just Mike Tyson. There's so many different promotions for boxing. Pretty much any okay. European fighter that's like worth mentioning, he's had some affiliation to. The Furies, right? I believe. Yeah. You know like what I'm he's, saying? Usyk, he's involved in a lot of big boxing fights. Eddie Hearn is very well known in the boxing world. And uh, to do good a luck, little... Paul. Good luck, Jake Paul. Because I mean, to what's do defamation... Like, Eddie Hearn's net worth? Oh, yeah. he's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look up this net worth. It's more than fucking Jake Paul. But my thing is yeah. I hate looking up net worth because it's not... Like, it's very not accurate. Yeah, but. for sure. Just reference Forbes... As a metric, do I think it's accurate? No, but if I'm always referencing Forbes, we have some measuring stick. Boxing's been struggling, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they make like they make more money, not as like a, like a company wide deal. Right they, here it says fifty mil, but I there I cap triple look that. Up, uh, Jake Paul's triple that. Like, Jake Paul allegedly made forty million boxing boxing like, yeah, like a year, year ago. But, but you gotta he spent a lot of money. Yeah, that's on, not just that's not net worth. Yeah. That's just um how like, much profit. Or that's the money that he brought in, not yeah. the money he kept. Yep. If he brought in forty mil, I bet he kept probably like twenty three mil after it was all said and done. Thirty or thirty or thirty. And see, but that's the thing with these net worths. Like, add a hundred to that, or, you know what I mean? Like, fuck well, it. it's so hard to say. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, hard. how much money you have saved up versus money and assets is two different things. Yeah. Because yeah. if the market crashes tomorrow, then all the things that you own instantly go down. Yep. Mm. So money in the bank is worth Fucking more. Crazy. But uh, that was really all the tidbit side track notes I that I can it. remember. No, um, I dig it. Um, I had one more thing that we were going to talk about too. Oh, fucking contender series. Thank you. That's what it was. Bo Nickel. Yeah. Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel. First of all, um, Bo Nickel went in against a guy who was like seven and zero or seven and one. Seven and one. Seven and one. So CFFC champion. So his first bout in MMA professionally, he went up against a guy who was zero and zero, just like himself. It was someone's dad with long hair. We all saw how that ended. He baptized that man into the shadow realm. Whatever with hands. Who saw that coming? His second fight, um, he ended in like instantly first round like his his fight career right now professionally is less than two total minutes in three bouts and then he wins his bout on the last episode of the contender series and dana white obviously gives him a contract not only does he give him a contract he has a fight booked in less than 48 hours of getting his ufc contract his first fight already like what? It's coming soon too it's coming up soon i think december 12th or something he has, like that uh, yeah so he's the lead of the five contract fight so this is another Monumental night of the Dana White Contender Series where Last all week. five fighters got a contract. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, last week. And the the last week of the season, yep. really. So season six is a wrap. No more Dana White Contender Series for us until next year, until next season, season seven. Um, I'm low-key super sad about it. Um, I love watching the Dana White Contender Series. My wife loves watching the Dana White Contender Series. I've made money off of those fights and those bets. Um, to have Bo Nickel get a 52-second knockout, um, it's it sealed it. And it was a perfect not, bow on top. Not only that, um, we I got mean, a comment on how we on did it. Huh? We got a comment on how we did it. So, like, everyone, oh, yeah. it's con- it's considered um, a war of styles, if you will, between traditional American wrestling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And typically, wrestlers don't do well in jiu-jitsu-like scenarios. Well, Bo Nickel, like, decided, I'm just going to throw up the smoothest triangle you never saw. I don't even have to pull down on his head. I'm just going to squeeze, and he's going to tap really fast because I am I got it like that. I'm Bo Nickel. You know what I'm saying? Dude's strong. So, like, this man did not look like a collegiate. I'm he not, I'm not saying in a, in a non-belittling way. He absolutely looked like a collegiate wrestler because what did he do? He hits him with, like, a mean overhand and then takes single leg, tosses him. Like, he that didn't was, get touched. It was, oh, dude, it was flawless. And then Crazy. the submission was just so smooth and effortless it's like if you just would have watched that submission had no know-how of who bo nickel was you're like oh this dude's like what is he american top team like great i'm pretty sure that's who he trains with but just like is he like a gracie like who is he that was way too buttery and then come to find out like no he's a 2019 like big 12 or big 10 athlete of the year for purdue like or penn state i'm sorry dude's huge dude beat ass it's fuck. It was He's crazy. gonna get was some dude. He could beat top fifteeners right now. Mm. Will they do that? They're gonna feed him wisely. If I have to bet, he's the biggest prospect possibly in UFC. Like this is Easily. UFC. This is UFC's Aaron Pico in so many ironic ways. Like Aaron Pico was a dude who didn't go the collegiate wrestling route because he wanted to do the Olympics, and then you have. Bo Nickel, who wanted to do the Olympics, and he lost to his training partner, who went on to win gold as well as won a, a world game. So, like the guy who he got his loss to is undoubtedly one of the best wrestlers alive right alive. now. So, like Bo Nickel, and if I watched his Brendan Schaub interview as you and I were talking about earlier, he has such a deliberate mindset on the trajectory of his career that it's like it's impressive. And to be honest, I think collegiate wrestling and thriving in that, I would argue, is harder than thriving in the ufc but the risks are not as high like on your health or your consciousness but i i, I would say that does that translate well absolutely we're wa- we're watching it with our own two eyes. Good. this man is running it it reminds me of henry cejudo type vibes like the, these phenom athletes who wrestled and are just unstoppable i can see him getting dropped though like oh he, it's gonna happen don't be too ahead of yourself brother like there's a lot of motherfuckers that are fucking got your name written down. Man. Like, remember like, when Hamzat went up against Gilbert Burns? Yeah, yeah, and Hamzat thought he had that shit in the bag. Like, it was nothing. He called out Hamzat. Yeah. Bo Nick- First of all, that's obviously not happening. I would love to see that fight, though. Yeah. But Facts. let's go over these fights uh, on the actual Dana White Contender Series. We we started with the Mateus Mondanko uh, taking on... Mondanka, excuse me. Taking on a Aishik Ajim. Well, that ended in a knockout. First round, 48 seconds, under a minute, just like Bo Nickel. Um, Mateos getting the contract. Then we had Rafael Ramos Estevam uh, taking out Joel Elias. TKO, ground and pound, second round, 2 minutes and 25 seconds. Right after that, we had Jack Jenkins taking out Freddie Emiliano. Uh, Emiliano? Yeah, Emiliano Linares via TKO, ground and pound, round 3. 
uh, four minutes and 30 seconds. He almost got out of the fight. Didn't happen. Then we had a really good fight. Sam Patterson versus uh, Viniscus Sensi. Sensi was taking that whole fight until Patterson took him down and submitted him. Rear naked choke. Uh, second round. Again, got the contract just like Jack Jenkins and just like Raphael. And then we sealed the deal with Bo Nickel, taking out Donovan Beard via submission triangle choke in the first round, 52 seconds. Crazy, great Dana White contender series. Bo Nickel, like you were saying, man, he's the damn deal. I can see him getting taken out if he's too eager and too fast, but I can name a good amount of top 10 uh, fighters in his weight class that he can take out fast. For sure. So... I don't know what's going to happen with Bo Nickel. Who was his first fight again? Do you remember? Uh, his first MMA fight? His first UFC fight. Oh. Who, who was I don't remember fighting? his name. Not familiar with him. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Hmm. I'm, I'm having scrolling. a hard time finding it. I'm scrolling. It's not safe. Jamie Pickett. There That's you go. That's a good fight. Jamie Pickett's a fucking dog, dude. But I see Bo Nickel running fucking through him like a goddamn steam train. All right, let's end this goddamn episode with a parlay, huh? Yes, sir. Anybody got their legs yet? I do. What do you want, Winston? Um, so uh, I'm getting Javante Williams over 52 and a half yards, rushing yards. Hell right yeah. Here. Detroit, okay. DeAndre Swift's out. No, no, Javante Williams. Oh, sorry, Broncos. sorry. Really? I thought of Jamal Williams. Yeah, Javante Williams. Um, you think he's doing over how many? Uh, 52 and a half. It's the over-under. Okay. That's what it was. Um. Because, bro, I watched the Titans and Raiders game last week. I saw Derrick Henry run, run. over the Raiders. Yep. Is Javante Williams Derrick Henry? No. But he's like a short-ass version, a midget version of Derrick Henry. <laughs> okay, so, and he balls out. So, I'm thinking over 52 and a half rushing yards. Call him nice. Slim Henry. Because I found a Javante like, Williams over 50 and a half for a minus 125. Nice, okay, okay. Should I pick that or? Yeah. That's good. I'm trying to find the 52 and a half. It's well, okay. I'll pick the 50. They just have different odds. Yeah, so, it's okay. yeah, yeah. It's okay. All right. So we got Javante Williams on there. Dave, what are you feeling, dude? You feeling fights? You feeling football? What are you thinking, dude? Mm, yeah, I'm feeling fights, my guy. That's um, what I'm feeling, too. Okay, dude. so AJ McKee, Ooh. TKO, KO at any point in the fight. He's, go, he's going up in weight. He's He lost his belt on some terms that I didn't agree with. Money line, right? AJ? Yeah, just him winning by KO or TKO. Oh, you're taking him by, I'm by going finish. Sp- I'm going specific. Oh, Damn. shit. going to be crazy. If you think it's smarter to just take him for the no, win, no, I'm cool with pick, that. You pick. Well, I, I want to so have AJ, a realizable bet. AJ McKee to win by KO, TKO, plus 180. Pretty good. That's bet. not that bad. It's not bad. Though. Plus one eighty is not bad. It's not bad. It's not quite like a Joaquin Buckley knockout. Submission plus one twenty by decision plus five hundred, and money line he is sitting at minus four ninety. Oh, so so yeah. So let's two. do let's do the TKO because okay. I don't want to put four ninety in our parlay. Okay. Even so though can, I think you can if you want. Bro, even though I'm yeah, confident, parlay. what I'm implying would that would still be implied happening. I could see him. T- I could see him winning by KO. Well, if so. I'm if I say he wins by KO and or he wins, that's like you know what I'm saying. You're already like, buffing our parlay to plus four four. <laughs> yeah, because well, mine shit. was pretty risky. Mine. Okay, well, I can then, pick hold up hold on. Zadik if I want. Hold on. To. If, if that's the case, then then let's no, just... no 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 no. Pick your pick. Yeah. What you want. I'm, well, if if I'm implying that he's gonna win by KO, I'm implying okay. he's gonna win. So that's the same bet. So you'll just pick that cosmetically. Okay. So, so if we do just AJ McKee, a minus 490 money line, that's a parlay odds of plus 116. Cool. So okay, I like that. It's pretty good. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to go to the UFC, and I'm going to see. Hmm. 
I might parlay up Mackenzie Dern. What about Angela Lee? Angela Lee would be a good parlay piece too. I think. Um, there's hmm. there's other good fights on Bellator too. There is other good fights on Bellator. I want to I want to throw one UFC. True. Yeah, I like the diversity and also. Yeah. It is. Uh, I'm surprised Bellator was on there because sometimes the only advertised Bellator betting that I've seen was at mybookie.ag. Shout out the Wang and podcast. If I put Sadiq Yusuf on our parlay, it only gives us plus twenty points. Yeah, <laughs> he's a heavily favorited. Heavily, dude. Heavily, heavily, heavily. I think I'm gonna parlay up Mackenzie Dern, dude. If we parlay up Mackenzie Dern on our third leg, our parlay odds go to plus two hundred seven. It's pretty so, good. Okay. So we're parlaying up. It's pretty good. Glass jaw, homegirl. They got surrendered her consciousness to Carla Esparza. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully she loses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to, I'm honestly looking at these other fights too, to kind of see if there's any props that I want to pick up instead of that. Honestly, I kind of want to just ride with Mackenzie, dude. Mackenzie's the chick, dude. I mean, minus 260 isn't crazy. I mean, it's they've, not. they've picked a minus 460, so yeah, it's fine. 490. Well, well is yeah. it, I realized that I was like, if I bet that, or he's going to win by KO. I'm betting he's going to win. So you might as well bet that he's just going to win because that's implied. Yeah. And this also gives him more opportunity, ways yeah. to win, and we still could benefit from it. Yeah. A he, lot of these fights are fucking close, too. That's what I'm saying. They're either like miles apart or pickums. Yeah. There's like facts. no in between. I'm going to do Mackenzie Dern. Okay. So it. our three legs of our parlay is over 50.5 or 52.5 for Javante Williams rushing yards. Versus the Raiders, that's minus 125 is what I picked it up at. And then we got A.J. McKee, money line, minus 490 over Spike Carlisle. And then we got Mackenzie Dern, money line, minus 240 over Jean Nan Yan. Wait, Yan Jayunan. Yeah. Nice. Our parlay comes up to plus 207. I'm oh, with yeah. it. So if you bet $5, you get 15.35. If you bet $10, you get $30.70. So yeah. hey, pick that up, guys. Pick that up. So I've also built a parlay. Let Ooh. me know what you guys think about this. Let's see. I got Javante over 52 and a half. Got Jerry it. Judy over 44 and a half receiving yards. You got bitten the um, ass last week because of that. Uh, Jerry. That was like two weeks two ago weeks when he got ago. hurt. Yeah, that was two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, when he got hurt. Um, Trevor Lawrence, 200 plus passing yards. I can see that. James Robinson plus 40 yards. I like it. Um, and then Nick Chubb plus 60 yards. Ooh, I like all of these. I, those, got, I like all Those are these. all like safe bets in totality give you favorable and, odds. And guess what? It, it's plus 700 odds. Damn. I bet I bet five bucks to win 40, so we'll see how that goes. Yo, yeah. screen, send me a screenshot of that. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might pick that up with you, dude. That'd be no, cool, yeah, dude. And, That's a good part. And, hey. Hold on. And if you could somehow squeeze in a no sweat bet, if that's still a thing. You could do that bet risk free. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I like so that. So plus seven hundred risk free bet, bro. Mm. Five bucks to win forty. I mean, the, that's a good. All those deal. the Jaguars all those are for sure. The Jaguars are going against the Eagles. As long as no so, one gets hurt, no one gets hurt. You're good. Like the you know Eagles defense is pretty good. Mm. So if they just yeah. shit on the Jags, yeah. then it won't happen. The only way that like your rushing total things ha- like don't come true is if like let's say um, Kareem Hunt goes off on a, like or like you know what I'm saying Nick Chubb's like not doing his best mm. or Travis ETNA goes off. Yeah. Other homie doesn't do his best or like Melvin Gordon goes off. Other homie yeah. doesn't do his best. Yeah. I doubt all of those things happen. If we I don't, guarantee you're hitting all if those If we don't legs. run it with Javante, bro, I'm be so pissed. Bro. I guarantee have to you're hitting all Javante. those legs. Probably. We'll see. I mean, I it's plus 700 for if a reason. Not, Hold on. Up our Trevor, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, I think was the biggest risk in that because he's yeah. going against Eagles defense. It was, that was like minus two, two uh, ninety or something like that. I was like, damn bro. Like, yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. Damn. And let's let's just hope we win our fantasy uh, yes. game well, this week, huh? So they oh, can't. Oh, you too. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I none of us. Oh shit! Yeah. You guys are facing each other. We are. Yeah. I'm winning oh, right now, fuck. but Dave's team could easily come back. Oh shit! All, I oh, mean, no. there's some variables working in my favor. Like since David Montgomery's out, I have to play Damian Harris from the Patriots. And if Mac Jones is out, they go run the ball. But will they get in the red zone? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> we'll see. But thank you guys. This has been Sport Champs episode 14. If you guys made it this far, thank you guys so fucking much. Oh, oh. I remember one thing I wanted to acknowledge before we go. What do you want? Aaron Judge hit 61 home runs. Holy he shit. He did hit 61 right. home so, runs. We should have fucking said that at the top. We fucked that, up. Okay, like, I without going in, because we're, we're ending here, but we can talk about that next week, but I will argue next, we next week that he is the greatest truest hitter of the modern era or mm, ever like because it. no roids no roids mm. all right guys this has been episode 14 thank you guys so much don't forget to check out the new single don't forget to get some uh tickets to kirko bangs and some tickets to our live show if you guys made it and are listening to this this far you guys are a fucking true og so treat yourself to our live show happening down here in pueblo wake up pueblo theater hit up Derek for tickets hit up Dave for tickets hit up me for tickets hit up everybody involved for tickets and then if you guys want to see kirko bangs hit me up for tickets Y'all have a good one. Yo. Peace.